Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailfuzz TV. I am Peter, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Hey, what's up, people? And there's no Doomsday Clock this week, so Connor's back, of course. Uh, he's here. <laughs> Full disclosure, I'm a bit hungover, so I might not have some of my usual pep. You don't have pep. You never have pep. Exactly. That's, that's, that's how I feel. You, you have, like, ginger spice, but not pep. Some some people have a drinking problem. Connor has an arrow problem. Oh, he does. <laughs> I made that same joke yesterday when, when uh, Peter told me I had a drinking problem. Yeah. Uh, well, we're, we're recording the movie news and we're, we're, going, we're going to watch Arrow drunk together afterwards, right? And so he was getting drunk during the movie news. So as, as that went on, he was getting a little bit more tipsy. And then after the movie news, he realised that he'd forgotten a news story. So we re- then put the camera back on, started recording a little insert for the last story he forgot. And he was just completely plastered by that point. So, so he's having a serious topic about how he's upset that Dumbledore's not properly gay in the new Fantastic Beast movie, and he's doing it while drunk. And it was the whole thing. It was a whole production. <sighs> you can look forward to that early Sunday on the, the YouTube channel or the Mail Fuzz TV movie news feed on the audio feeds. Hey. So what? You were just like, I need to talk about Dumbledore's sexuality. <coughs> no, no. There was a news story re- about that, and I did bring it up quite early in the show that oh I'll I'll mention this at, after this news story, uh-huh. and then Pete segued into something else, and I was like all right I don't want to ruin his segue, so I thought I'll wait, and uh, it kind of slipped and slipped and slipped, and I was like no I wanted to mention it. Yeah, it was a quality segue. I'm glad I didn't I didn't ruin it. It was it was it was, it was a good. Uh, it, 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 they're, they're so they're so rare that I thought I better let him have it. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just love the idea of him going. I forgot to talk about him. Damn it, Pete! Turn the computer back on. <laughs> like, computer was never off. You know what I mean. Uh, uh, so yeah. Uh, there last night? Sorry. I was just asking Matt. Was was he there last night? No, he was no. not. He was not. No. <laughs> just, uh, uh, so you can look forward to that uh, uh, early Sunday on on the channel. Uh, but we're here to talk about DC Comics, and we're, we're t- it's a week five. But uh, week fives are starting to be kind of meaty in the sense that I mean, okay, it's only five or six books compared to the normal eight to ten, but they're all like double size because it's all annuals and shit. But anyway, what have we got this week? Uh, we have Dark Knight's Metal number five, which was never meant to be in a week five, but it got delayed like yeah. twice. So that's where it is. Uh, we have Detective Comics annual number one. We have the Flash annual number one. We have Deathstroke annual number one, and then we also have the next New Age of DC Heroes book launching this week, which is the Silencer number one. Uh, was a good week for it. Yeah, put it on week five where there's less books. Yeah, we can yeah. give it some time. It's a shame we didn't have the uh, the Swamp Thing Winter Special this week as was originally planned. No, it get pushed. Yeah, as we reported on the news, maybe that was when you weren't here. <laughs> It was, but I, right, I know okay. I'm saying, you know, it's a shame that we didn't have that to fill up. So you're being redundant have. on purpose. That's, that's, uh... I wasn't <laughs> saying this as it being informative. I'm just saying it's a shame. Right. It was an opinion, yeah. not not a statement I of fact. This, I saw this thread on Reddit talking about how, uh, what was the last one thing? Was it the Batman annual? Or... Yeah. I don't know if it was I, the annual. I, I, I just no, that, that issue. That was a Batman issue. It was a Superman annual th- you're thinking of. Because it was, it was in the Superman annual first, and then there was an issue of Batman it was in. Okay, so the issue of Batman, there's an old man sitting in a chair, and someone pointed out that it looks an awful lot like Alan Moore. So now, in my brain, they put Alan Moore in there just to spite him. So, yeah. Alan Moore's just on the moors somewhere, uh, howling into the night. 
I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for the day that Alan Moore becomes just, you know, one of the wizards in the DC universe. <laughs> yeah, H- him, him and Grant Morrison. Yeah, they, they two will oh. join Shazam, the wizard, uh, and they'll, they'll be like a trio of wizards in the sky doing, exactly. doing wizardy things. <laughs> More just casting shade on everybody that's his wizard power. Just... I, I, I do love the rivalry between Moore and Morrison. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's Saruman and, uh, and, and Gandalf-esque, isn't it? Is, yeah. And that's about as much Lord of the Rings you can get from me. The, so. the, honestly, it's a battle that is fought with f- fought with weapons that we cannot perceive on our our astral plane. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, anyway, so before we get too wacky and off topic, uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. Is those comics? Uh, but we do actually have some news. Last week we had big news because last week you know we had Doomsday Clock, we had uh, all this no uh. justice stuff to talk about, and I thought, okay, usually when there's a big news week like that, we don't get another one for like a couple of months until they've got another big thing to announce. Not only do we have another thing this week that's pretty big, uh, there's also teases that were. I mean, there's, there's the scuttlebutt. This is not actually in the news. I just I've, I've just heard this around, right? Just I've got sources. I've got an inside source. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe Tom King. I joked this week because Tom King dropped some uh, hints at this week, and I, I was kind of joking that he's still in the CIA, but he's, he's now he's in the, in the DCIA. He's still got intel. He's dropping intel on Twitter for us. He's the inside man. But uh, now I've heard that apparently Tom King will be writing the next big summer event that they'll, that we'll find out about in a few months. That you know that will start in summer, then go go through winter. That's a scuttlebutt. Cool. But, cool. But that's not actually in the news per se. That's just that's just grain of salt uh, business. We have big are news. Are we starting with the big one, or are we doing the littler one first? I'm going, to, I'm going to do the big one, and then I've got a few little things after it to, to sort of uh, add on. All right, so mm. we're going to bottle rocket this one. <sighs> I, I actually don't know what that means. What does bottle rocket mean? Does that mean go, go through fast? Does that mean go through... Yeah, it, it goes through fast, and there's a there's a bang. Instead of building up to it, you know? Okay, right. Yeah. I just wanted to know what that meant, because I actually, I actually didn't know what you meant by that. Anyway. You never uh, played fireworks before, Pete? What's that? You never played the fireworks before? Not really. No. That that would okay. mean you'd have to go outside. True. I forget. Yeah, yeah fireworks in the house. Uh, yeah, be a be a few fireworks shows. I've never really been all that excited by them. Of course. Why would you? You're a robot. <laughs> oh, look at these lights in the sky. Uh, I'll be honest. They're far more exciting when you're like 14, you're drunk in a field and lighting them yourself and going, okay, <laughs> how far back should I stand? Uh, well, there's a pinky. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so the, the big news this week, uh, which I think you'll you get a nice varied range of responses here of excited to pretty happy about it to just downright miserable about it. Uh, so it's a good job Connor's here to fill in that miserable quota. Well, week. I'm, I'm going to hold my tongue, let you guys get get it all out, and then I'll have my say. Can I just say I'm impressed that Matt pointed at Connor, but he, point, he, used it, he pointed to the right side of the screen. Did did you test it onto the camera first? I to, had to, no, to... think. I didn't think. I didn't go... <laughs> I'm flipped, but it's kind of flipped to flip. So I'm like, well, the curtains are on that side. Connor, my screen's on that side. I'm going to try this out. See, the great, it worked. the great thing about being underneath me is it doesn't matter what left or right is. I can just point down the way, yeah. and I'm getting it right. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. to point to you, I just go that way now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the <laughs> yes, I got it right. That's that's the direction to Matt. The no, audio I, people. I'm scared to try and be the yeah. one that doesn't get it now. The audio people uh, don't uh, get us at all. Oh, there you go. Yes. Matt. You got it. Oh my god. <laughs> touch, touch, touch. Connor, I, Connor, ET, ET. I don't. Uh, ta-da! 
Okay, enough camera tricks. Yeah, partly because I think the audio people aren't getting any of this. I also I want to point out how proud we are, and I also want to point out that people I don't think understand how hard it is when some of us our cameras are flipped and some of us aren't. How you know yeah. just to get the left and right correct yeah. for the for on screen so it looks right on the camera, yeah. but whatever. Anyway. And, and every time we usually try that, it just goes really badly. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. Uh, but anyway, so the big news this week. Uh, we finally got the the info on what Bendis is going to be doing. You know, obviously we knew he was doing a, a story on Action Comics. We'd heard that he was taking over a Superman book of some kind uh, after the fact. There was also some rumours this week as well, just sort of out of nowhere, that he was going to be on a Batman book. Although I've got some thoughts on that uh, in a little bit uh, related to something else. So the big news here is that we're going full John Byrne. We're going full post-crisis John Byrne here. And not just that he's taking over both Superman and Action Comics. Because that's not insanely surprising like it's like okay i wasn't necessarily expecting that but at the same time he's done similar things at marvel uh it's happened in the past with john byrne and other people that they've had both superman in action but it's going full john byrne because he's even starting with a mini series called man of steel that leads into his run on both books yeah that that's as like i love superman we all know this mm-hmm. not a big fan of man of steel it has not aged well Joe, you know uh, that is funny because i actually just started reading it today the original. Yeah, yeah it's funny. good. No, this is my first time reading the, the actual yeah. specific series. It's it's, it's all right, but it's, I read the yeah. first I read the Plenty. first issue today. It definitely has has aged a little bit. What I think is really funny though is that everyone knows I'm a big fan of Lois and Clark, the the TV show, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously in Lois and Clark, they have the whole the mom, you know, Martha mixed outfit, right? That's like a whole yeah. montage, right? But in the show, they still get the oh, the, but the symbol comes from Krypton thing. Whereas yeah. in in this issue one, no Clark and Clark and Jonathan Kent just like whip, whip it up. Yeah. It's like, oh, we made this. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a sign of its times. And since then, we've had some better origins that have come out uh, with through Secret Origin and, oh, shit. <laughs> and, and Birthright. You can probably name like five better origins if you try. For yeah, all, so for all seasons, you know, another one, and then yeah, yeah. But yeah, so. I mean, this is cool. I'm glad Bendis is getting a miniseries to kind of ease into the the main titles. Uh, so I like yeah, it. it. I think I like it because it's making it feel like an event. You know, not not a comic yeah. book event, but like an event in the sense that it's a big deal. He's Superman runs start, and we're going to start with yeah, a big bang. But, so, like through all of these continuity changes we've had the last five years, right mm-hmm. from New Fifty Two to now to Rebirth, you know, Batman changed very little, and you know. He kept his thing, and same with Green Lanterns. They they kept all of their stuff. Superman changed so much, so the fact like they feel like they need to go out and make basically a whole not a whole new origin because I doubt that Orange is going to change that much, but to no. recenter the character. Yeah, the the way I I'm think is telling. Yeah, the way I'm reading this is that he's going to like do his version of the origin in Man of Steel, but it's going to be like. This is technically what the origin's been since Reborn. We just didn't know yeah. what the details yeah. were up until now. That's kind of what I'm yeah. reading it as, at least so yeah, far. Yeah, and I, and I don't think he's going to do anything drastic. He might, you know, add some new villain that we haven't, you know, heard of or, yeah. you know, because he, he teased about that. But I've got, I've got a cool blurb, actually, something he said about yeah. what he wants to do with one of the books uh, that I think will be interesting to, mm-hmm. to talk about. But... Uh, so, so the concrete plans here are what we know because they actually give us dates for a bunch of things. So, uh, we're going to talk about uh, this this issue they're putting out called DC Nation Issue Zero, which is actually leading to a, the reason why it's called Issue Zero is because it's leading to a magazine they're going to do called DC Nation. But they're doing a DC Nation Issue Zero, which is a preview of the magazine. It has three other stories, one of which is related to this. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, in detail in a little bit because it's got other things connecting to it. 
But that's going to have uh, one of the stories is a Bendis Superman story, which is going to sort of be a prologue lead into the Man of Steel miniseries. That's coming out on May 2nd. So keep in mind, Action Comics 1000 is week 3 in April. So what's the 18th, 23rd or something like that? Something in that range. Mm. Uh, so a couple of weeks later, uh, first week of May, you're getting this DC Nation issue zero. Uh, it's going to be 25 cents. Although most comic shops are apparently just going to uh, give it away for free, and digitally it's free as well. So the, the twenty-five cent is literally just printing costs. Yeah, th- that like. week that that comes out is you know a few days before Free Comic Book Day. So a it lot is, yeah. of stores that I'm seeing on Twitter are going yeah because obviously they pay a small amount for most of the free yeah. comic books as well. But obviously they just give them away for free. Well, it's also um, like shipping costs and whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just the printing coverage and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So uh, most that I'm seeing are going, yeah, we're just going to give this away for free as well. We'll put some out on the Wednesday and then hold a lot for the Saturday. Uh, to oh, go, I, I'm preparing to, to pay, pay double for it. Oh, hold 50 cents. Big spender, yeah. Matt. You're big spender. <laughs> just, right. You just go in there rolling out the bills. You're just like, yeah, here you go. That's it. Well, I already got yelled, don't throw change anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> All right. So... So this previous story in, in this May 2nd uh, issue, we'll talk more about the issue itself in a little bit, uh, but interestingly that's going to be uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez who's going to be uh, uh, doing the art on it. So that's pretty cool, that's a classic Superman artist. Yeah, um, you guys can't see it from, from the camera angle, but when they did uh, Action Comics at a, a milestone, they kind of did the, the like they're doing with, with Action Comics 1000, each covers a different era. Mm. He did the '70s era, and it's it's Lois and Clark standing outside a phone booth, and it is it's one of my favorite comic covers I've ever bought. So I'm stoked that he's doing the story with Bendis. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. But I'm just going to just going to pause what I'm saying here. But is there a washing machine or something on in the background? Yeah, there is. Because even though I asked them not to do laundry. <laughs> I, I say them, I mean her. Is, 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 the, is the door open? I don't think so, but let me go check. Cool. I'll just, I'll just, we'll do that right now, because I was just really, I was really audible. So that Man of Steel series, yeah. what week will that end, the date? Uh, so that's going to start on May 30th. So so we get the, the preview in DC Nation on May 2nd. The six issue weekly series begins on May 30th and that will end on July 4th so it's end of May all through June and then it ends in the first week of July uh, so that's kind of the plan uh, so so that's quite cool, it's weekly each issue is going to have a different artist uh, where's my list of artists here, because I, I had it in here because they, they, they made a big list of uh, they did, didn't they? Where, where is it? I don't think I actually copied that part annoyingly, because uh, uh, Fabric was in the list uh, there was other Doc Shane was on it I think, Doc, yeah Doc Shane was one of the issues but each issue is going to be a different, which is why I'm thinking this six issue series is going to be like, each part's got a different part of his life so they're going to have a different artist on each yeah, Ivan Reese yeah, Ivan Reese, Doc Shaner and Jason Fairbuck. Oh, okay. They're the three that he named yeah. in the interview right, cool. with Forbes. Cool. So there might be more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would guess there's going to be one per issue then, given they've already announced three. It, it, I would it, assume so. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Uh, which, which is cool. Uh, so that's going to end July 4th. And then it says uh, Bendis will uh, go from that uh, with Rise and take over a relaunched and renumbered Superman number one. The wording's a little bit funny there. Because uh, to me that sounds like it's the same day, but it could also just mean the uh, next. I, I've got more here in oh, the Forbes article. Uh, Bendis himself said, "So we'll be launching Superman with a brand new number one uh, on whether I just sorry uh, July eleventh, so the week after." 
It's the week okay. after. Uh, that's interesting because that's a different day than it normally is on, just right now. Because it's on week one and three, so that'll be on a week two uh, yes. when it hits. Uh, which does lead to some more speculation we have to do in a minute. But, so Superman number one, uh, the week after then, on July 11th. And then Action Comics 1001, which you're going to say, hey, wait a minute, that's 1000's in April. Yeah, they're, t- they're taking a few months off with action. They're actually giving it on a little yeah. bit of a hiatus. And then it's coming back with 1001 on July 25th, so the end of July. And apparently uh, Patrick Leeson is going to be doing art on at least that issue. Uh, with Bendis, obviously. So that's so that's cool. So, so he's going to do Superman and Action. Superman's renumbering, Action's not, which I don't think they're ever going to do again. I feel like Action and Detective decided not. Everything else can number it. One, they're staying yeah. put with their, their big numbers. Uh, although 1001's a really easy number to start on because you, you, you always remember the start of Bendis' runs, 1001. Yeah. Well, and same with him taking over Superman with Superman 1. Like, oh, that's obvious though, because number one. But Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying is, though, if, he's, if his run started in 972, you, you know, you'd probably right. not remember that number. Uh, yeah. Unless you're like... How crazy is it that we're going to have a comic number in the thousands? I know, it's insane. Like, that is yeah. so cool. Yeah. Especially since I normally, when I, I'm doing the, the, the triple digits, I'll, I won't say 972, I'll say 972. Normally. Yeah. Right? So, But I'm probably not going to do it with 1,000 because that's like, you know, 1001. Like, I'm not going to say that. So uh, th- then, I, then I sound like a computer. Yeah. Uh, which which would please so Matt. What you do the year? Yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, it'll be easier. Anything? It'll be easier once it's in like the twenties because then it's like ten twenty one and ten twenty two, and that'll sound better. Right. Ten oh one sounds a bit weird. It does. Yeah. Sounds like a time. <laughs> sounds like I'm trying to tell you when we're going to record, Matt. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so that's uh, what the plan is right now. Uh, what is interesting though, the, the Forbes interview, which is where it first broke, I got most of my actual text from Newsarama because they kind of broke it down into like clearer chunks because the, the the Forbes article was like really sprawling and long because it was like all spread yeah. out through yeah. all this so interview. So this news dropped and I was at work and I'm trying to go about my day and I keep stopping to read and I got so far behind mm. and I had to keep apologizing. I was like, but there's some big Superman news. Like, sorry. And of course, everyone uh, you work with knows that that's important and more important. Oh, than yeah, job, of course. Yeah. And if not, I just pull up my sleeve and show my tattoo. And they're like, oh, okay, makes sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the word in here was a bit funny because it, it, it kept referring to Superman as a monthly book. And people are like, okay, so are they switching to monthly? That's a possibility. The, the reason why I'm not necessarily jumping to that conclusion, though, is because they also kind of refer to Superman already being a monthly book. Yeah, the the quote here that that uh, Forbes says the Superman Monthly will relaunch with a new issue. Yeah, which to me sounds like it's just Forbes just being kind of weird with their wording and not yeah an indicator that they're actually it, it changing does. the shipping schedule. However, the fact that they're two weeks apart, you know, because it's yeah. uh, the the eleventh and the twenty fifth, sounds like maybe they are going back to monthly and just having the two. Which which is okay. I'm I'm kind of cool with that, especially since you've got one writer in both books. It kind of sounds like. They want to keep the thing where it's like you know, obviously, like, you know, Tomasi and Gleason have two issues a month. They want, kind of want to keep that, but they're switching back to oh. single shipping for books, which would make me want then question like, are we switching to single shipping for all the other double shipping books? Some of them, yeah, probably. I think tech will stay on till it gets to a thousand at this point, just so they can yeah. hit it. Uh, more on tech later, but yeah. I'm I'm not upset at that either. I mean, I like the double shipping, but. We're getting more this and more books. My yeah, we're getting. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I was going to say we're getting more and more books, so it makes sense to try and clear up some of the the, the buying space yeah, it, for the books. And I, I was saying it when we did our annual episode that I'm getting burnt out on the artists that 
are kind of being yeah. forced to fill in a lot on the the double shipping because mm-hmm. it's just unsustainable for them and this single shipping should return to some consistency yeah. i mean i think it'll be fine with the batman and superman books because they have two books anyway so i won't feel like i'll, I'll still feel like i'm getting my fix like on a regular basis uh, where, mm-hmm, I'm, yeah. where i might feel it a bit more is where like you know green lanterns for example yeah and I'm only getting one book of that a month. That may hurt well, a little sh- bit. Should be, you should be reading Hal Jordan that... as well, shouldn't you? Oh, well, yeah. That's the... Okay, Nightwing then. By the... uh, Nightwing is <laughs> a better example. By, by the way, Connor, I hate you. Because I, went, I, back and, I went back and caught up on, on Green Lantern. Hal <laughs> and Piles. Again, oh, yeah. this is the second time in less than a year you've done this to me. How, how'd you find it this time, right? Yeah, are you enjoying it? I mean, that's the important question. Yeah, it's probably the best arc that they did was the... The last one that I read, which was the uh, for the Guardians, yeah, yeah, the Four Horsemen. Which, how did we figure that out before? Like this Four Earth Lanterns, how are we were not calling them that from the start. Well, six Stupid now, us. but yeah, there was four for a long time. But, but there's the four main ones on Oa. You know what I mean? Or Mogo? I'll always call it Oa. Anyways, I hate Connor for that. I still have to read this odd stuff, which is why only one issue on. so far, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so you're basically uh, caught up. That's that's fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so so the timeline of this again, you got Action One Thousand, uh, week three of April. Then two weeks later, you got DC Nation issue zero with a preview of Man of Steel. Then at the end of uh, May, you have the six issue weekly Man of Steel series, which ends on July fourth. Then a week later, you get Superman number one, and at the end of the month, you get Action Comics one thousand and one, and we go from there. Uh, so it's nicely spread out, but it doesn't feel like there's too many big gaps between like the, the, at least the teases. Like, you know, there's a couple of weeks, then there's another oh. tease, and then a few more weeks, and then you get the actual series. So that's what's happening. <laughs> And just jumping into that DC pool and making the biggest splash possible. Yeah, like, you know. It makes sense, right? Like, it does. Like it, it makes complete sense. I want to give you some uh, other little quotes here. So, uh, apparently, Bendis and Gleason's story in action will focus more on Clark Kent and the activities of the Daily Planet, uh, dealing with how the actions of Superman impact the DC Universe, where Superman proper will be more of the adventure book. But there's another quote here that I really want to say, because this is the one that interests me, and I think Matt will have some interest here as well based on what he's saying he wants to do, right? I have a lot of goals for Superman, one of which is to help turn Metropolis into something as provocative and as unique as Gotham City. Uh, I think everyone will agree that Gotham is one of the most built and best places in all fictional cities, and Metropolis should follow suit. So Action Comics and DC Nation will be the first hints as to how we're going to build Metropolis up. Both in people and in culture, it'll be more than just a place Superman lives. We'll be talking, taking a good look at uh, how a lot of the place uh, and haven't looked at before. So it sounds like he wants to make Metropolis just as good, because I think... I think it's a good point where with Gotham, you can name so many parts of the city. You can name Crime Alley, mm-hmm. Arkham Asylum. You, you feel like there's like a real sort of rich... The narrows. Yeah, culture the there. Uh, and villains that populate certain parts of it. Uh, yeah. you know, and, but you know, then you had an entire plotline like No Man's Land that really kind of broke it up and like treated yeah. the city like it had character. Yeah, and you have the old boardwalk yeah. where Joker, you know, has his base so, always. So that's a kind of cool yeah. idea. Uh, so it sounds like and, that's... And I like that... Because Metropolis is the city of tomorrow, and it should have that kind of more futuristic kind of vibe to it. And it's like, I would never want to live in Gotham City, like, ever. But Metropolis should be a city where kind of like, you know, even though we get alien attacks, we have Superman coming and saving the day. Like, you know, like, Mm. it should be that city. And I feel like it's gotten lost. I haven't felt that in, I don't think since I've been reading comics. Like, we, we made it a proper character, so I admire that Bendis wants to do that. Yeah, this is a cool, cool way of looking at it. 
Uh, worth mentioning as well, uh, people were a little bit worried because it said, oh, he's going to like redo the origin and stuff, and like people were like, oh, so he's, he's retconning things and whatnot. People were worried, wait, does this mean that everything we've done since the start of Rebirth and Reborn is going to be retconned? And the biggest worry was John, is like, John's just going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's basically, uh, and I, I want to give some shit to CBR for this because they put out an article saying, oh, uh, we'll bend this, remove whatever from the DCU, and they put that as a question in the headline when the article itself, about four paragraphs in, actually admitted that Bendis on Twitter had already said, "Oh, don't worry about that. No, I'm not. I'm not retconning everything that's been happening for yeah. the last two years. Nothing, nothing like those click uh, headlines, right? Like, mm. so, uh, so, so, don't worry about that. He's, he's not doing that, uh, and that's that's the plan." Uh, so I'm fairly excited about this. I, I think um, he seems to have big plans. He seems to be excited because yeah. he, he said he went to the Superman Museum and that's what really inspired his, his wanting to go over to DC. Yeah, and, you know, Siegel and Schuster were from Cleveland. He's from Cleveland, you know. He he drew that uh, parallel and, like, he feels like he should, he should take on Superman as that character that Siegel and Schuster kind of built up. And I like that a whole lot. Yeah, return them to those roots. Uh, again, I like it's a big splash. I like that there's this big, presumably lengthy plan for whatever he's doing, yeah. uh, and whatnot. And obviously, well, he always everything I've read of his, it always seems like that's the thing. From Daredevil to his X Men run, yeah. I haven't read a lot of Alias, but I've heard that's you know, that's in there too. His Avengers run that lasted years. Yeah. So, Ultimate Spider Man lasted Ultimate Spider-Man. basically seventeen years. Yeah. So yeah, you know, he, he he could be on the books for a while. Uh, yeah, not that that long, admittedly. I feel like he'll be on here for a couple of years, and then he'll do like another big thing like this and another character. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's fine. I mean, I yeah. like that business. There, he should be able to kind of come and go and see what he has. I mean, that's what made you know it was John's doing Teen Titans and Flash that got me to follow him. Yeah. So. You know, I'd I'd like to see what Dennis like. Sure, do I want him on Superman super long term? I would love it, but let him go where he feels he needs to. That's the thing, though. If he's if he's doing both books for say two years, say, then that's a lot of material. That is. Well, that's like already that we have with with King on on Batman. Yeah, we're how many? We're we're over fifty issues by now. Well, not by now, but we will be in July. Yeah, I mean, once you're counting the annuals and and stuff, it's got to be close. Well, we're only just hitting 40 in the numbering, so we'll be at like 42, 43. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I miscounted, but whatever. You know what I mean. I know 50's in July because it's in the newsletter, but anyway. No, I, I know, I'm just yeah. saying, you know, once you count in the extra bits that he's done, it'll be a bit before that by the time he's done 50 issues. Oh, sure, yeah, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be there maybe three or four issues early, but yeah. 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 Uh, so. so, so no. Alright, so Kara wants to be negative about this because he doesn't like Bendis, so we'll let him... Be negative. Okay, all right. I'll try. I'll try not to go too bad, but <laughs> I, I do hate this. <laughs> like, like, so I'd resign myself to. Okay, I'm losing a Superman book to Bendis. That's that's. I, I didn't like it, but <laughs> you know, I, I, I wasn't happy about it. But I was like, all right, I'll lose one, and now I'm losing both. And that because uh, I, I feel like everything I've read of Bendis, I, I get about six to eight issues, and then I. It loses me every time, so this will probably happen here, and then I'll, you know, so in 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 a year's time, I won't be, re- I might not be reading a Superman book, and that's sad. Like I don't like that feeling. In general, actually, I think anyone taking over two books of like you know action and and Superman or Detective and Batman, 
I feel like any one person doing both of those is a bad idea because I like having them. Okay, they're very different books of their variety. You know, if you if you don't like one, you've got the other. I personally think that's a a good thing to have that variety. So I just don't like this in general, and I feel like this this often it, it was the case with his stuff on um when he did the two X Men books. Mm. If you're not reading one of them, you felt like you were missing out majorly on the overall story. So it kind of just adds in, okay, you have to be reading both or none. That's where I disagree on that one because I I read both and I felt they complemented each other well, but I didn't feel you needed both until they, of course, got to the inevitable Marvel crossover. Yeah. Because I I wanted to only read the the, the main one. Was it Uncanny? Is that what he called it? Uncanny um, um, was the older team, and then uh, no, was, was the young it was, team. It was all new, because that one started first, I think, for a did. couple of weeks. And uh, so I wanted to just read that one, but as I was going, it was like, it became clear. He kept referencing all these events in the other book, and it was like, okay, no, I need to be reading that as well. So I tried that, and that's kind of how I ended up just stopping. To be fair, to, to be fair to this, I feel like if you if you do have the same character in two books, and you've got the one writer in both books... I would always assume you need to read both. Exactly, but I don't like that. I don't want to be forced into reading both. It's I, I like you know I like having the option. Like right now, let's say I decide. He likes the illusion of choice. It, the illu- it, is, it is a little illusion. Let's be clear here. Yeah. It's an illusion. No, no, but right now, let's say I, I decided I wasn't enjoying Detective for whatever reason. I can dumb. stop. Reading. No, I don't. I'm, it was a hypothetical. I am enjoying. Right, well, okay, so I'm throwing out a hypothetical answer. <laughs> Right. Him being but, dumb is never hypothetical, Matt. Don't don't be silly. No, I'm just saying if you if you're not liking Detective Comics for whatever reason, you're probably dumb. That's all I'm saying. All right, that's fair. But assume I wasn't enjoying Detective, I was like, all right, I'm going to drop that. I can still carry on reading Batman, absolutely no problem. And they're both you know main. But that's types. but that's Batman is in Detective, but he's not the main star of Detective. It's the it's just all the other characters too. I mean, you know, so that's... To, to be fair, right? Connor's logic is fine, right? Connor's logic makes sense. It does make sense, yeah. but when this works for you and you like both books from the same writer and they do interlink and they complement each other, it's a kind of a beautiful thing that is it works. And yeah. as we always say, every time there is like a mini crossover, like the Monster Men or whenever like the Super Sons, the Tomorrow crossover, yeah. and we say, well, these kind of make sense because you're probably going to be reading those books, the ones that are crossing over it for the most part. And it's kind of the same thing with, you know, Superman in action. Like, you're probably going to be trying at least both of those. And then, sure, okay, if you don't like one, you probably won't like the other. And, yeah, maybe that sucks you don't get a Superman book then. But yeah. I, so. I just hope Connor ends up liking action and not liking Superman. <laughs> because it's more about it's more about the, the planet and Clark's interaction with the people at work. And, you know, which that yeah. excites me because reading Bendis' Daredevil, that's what really makes me love... That story and, is is Matt's interaction with everybody else. Like, there's a scene oh, where yeah. we get uh, Spider Man and Iron Fist and Luke Cage all show up to have an intervention with him, and it was just like, okay, this is cool. And I'll tell you what else. Because uh, I think one of the things we said is we hoped he was on a single character, and it turns out he is. He's, he's on a focused yeah. character, and obviously, oh, action is going to give a bit more Lois and he stuff, had but... all that Legion to read in that pile, and <laughs> I'm so excited right now. You have no freaking idea. Uh, 
Aye. Yeah, I'll, okay. maybe I'll, I'll bring Connor back in. He'll he'll drop it like maybe a few issues into Superman and, and action. He'll be like, okay, I'm not doing this anymore. And then like two arcs later, he'll be like, oh, by the way, he's in a big Legion story. And we'll just be like, hey, oh. hey, Connor, come in. That's not uh, that wouldn't be enough. Like, there, I don't think there is any set of characters that that will make me go, oh. okay, I have to read this. Oh, he throws the Tana in there. You're reading it. No. Oh, you did no. not. Uh, what's it like to be a liar? I want to know. Well, let's, like... let's see. When he puts the tanner in, and I won't read it. Assuming it's not... I'm reading it already, of course. <laughs> oh, this guy. Do you know what? Like anybody... He's... I picked up a Suicide Squad issue because Poison Ivy was in it, okay? Like... Matt, we're all well aware that you're the complete opposite of the spectrum, and you'll pick up everything with, with characters that you care about. Right? It's true, I have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. You've never really read Bendis doing a DC character you loved before. I'm I'm a bit, a bit hopeful that despite all this cynicism coming from Connor, that once he actually reads the the story, and even if Man of Steel doesn't tickle him because it's kind of you know doing, doing the origin and stuff, when he gets to Superman in action and he sees what he's doing, I'm I'm hoping that he's going to be like, hey, I actually don't hate this, and he'll be into it. I'm giving it a try. I'm not saying that. I'm I'm just not expecting to like it. Yeah. I'm expecting I'm expecting I, to go. Ah, this is all right, and then I'll be bored of it after a while. I, I've met people that are warm on Bendis that are like, yeah, he's cool. That's fine. I have never met someone that has an outright dislike of him like Connor does. Well, I think, though, another thing that may help it, though, is the fact that we're talking about it every week might make him more inclined to actually care about what's happening. Kind of like how we're, yeah. we're, we're talking about Wonder Woman right now, and it's not that great, but it's like we're all talking yeah. about it. And Alternatively, the, the thing is, I hear you talk about it and go, okay, I'm, I'm up to date. I don't need to read. <laughs> okay, sure, that's a possibility, but... Yeah. Uh, but I, I just, some of my other things I actually didn't like, which less to just do with that sort of feeling is... Uh, I don't know why that Superman's getting a relaunch at number one. I, I feel I'm like that's... That. Just, I, I am not really that fussed. It, honestly, this, this bothered me at the start of the New 52. Now that they've done it twice for New 52 and Rebirth, I don't really care anymore. Yeah, As long as it's on. not too quick. Because, like, you know, by the time it re- re- relaunches, assuming Superman's not taking a break, and it doesn't sound like it is, it'll be yeah, at, right. like, issue 48 or 50 or something like that by the time yeah. we get there. Uh, no, I get that. When... It's not bad, but I just wish yeah. it'd carry on. And, like, when he took over Daredevil, he took over at, like, issue 18, and they didn't renumber it. So, you know, just for, for new readers coming in, it makes it that much yeah. easier. To, to be fair, if you are going to renumber, I'm okay with it. It's a new big run that's starting from a new creative team. Yeah. What bugs me with Marvel is they do it multiple times in the middle of a creator's run. Uh, I, bring yeah, up, I bring up Jason Aaron's awesome. Thor all the time, because they've done it multiple times, but whatever. Uh, so okay, yeah. and then my last actual problem is, you know, he, he talks about how... Man of Steel 6, the ending of this, is he says, oh, the fallout's going to be enormous. It's going to have, you know, huge status quo changes. Uh, the, the biggest status quo changes to Superman since Crisis. And I'm going, really? We just got Superman back to normal. Do we need to go through huge changes? Why do you think this is going to be not normal Superman, though? Yeah. Because I, No, I don't. I'm just saying, like, like, we just got, okay, this is the status quo. We've only just reestablished that in the last, you know, few months. I don't feel like it needs a huge change again already. Last few months? What are you talking about? Since since Reborn. That was like April. That's the last year few ago. months. That's not few. There, in in no definition is few eight, nine months. It is in my definition. So so I took that as maybe we'll see more... A Superman that's more akin to his Golden Age self. Where, which is kind of what... What, we're just killing Morrison people left and right? <laughs> 
No, no, <laughs> not that, not that early. Not throwing dudes off buildings and stuff. Uh, but you know, like like Morrison did with All Star, where he's kind of this, you know, mm. mythic figure to the people, mm-hmm. and you know, I don't know. I'm all I know is I like Bendis. I've never been head over heels for him. The exception of a couple stories. So the fact that he's working on my favorite superhero, I am all in guns oh. blazing. That's fair. My only other concern was uh, in Man of Steel, he's doing a new villain tied to the origin. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, that, that's a little... But we'll see. I have I have an open. It can't be worse than Unchained was. You know? like that, That's my love for new villains for Superman. That's fair. Yeah, the new villain thing is probably the only thing where I'm like, eh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what he does with that. But, I mean, even if he has a shitty new villain at the start, I don't necessarily think it's a bad omen for the rest of the, the run. Because he's going to no. want to do his, his take on Brainiac. He's going to, he's going to want to do his take on Metal or whatever. You know, whatever villain he likes, he's going to do. Well, and, and starting with that, I mean, we don't need another parasite involved in his origin. You know, like John said that in Secret Origin. And it was fine. So if he wants <laughs> to create somebody new that's tied to that, yeah, like, you know, oh, I'm cool. Yeah, when he says tied to the order, it could be tied to him coming out as Superman, not necessarily tied to like you know Krypton and Krypton. Um, maybe yeah. it was uh, the wording made it sound more like that, but m- maybe I'm wrong. It, like I said, it could just be wording. Yeah, I feel like there's no reason to read into that and worry too too much yet about you know what he's going to do with the story per se. Um, this guy. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to point again. So. Overall, I'm excited. It's a big new deal, and as as far as the status quo, the only thing I wonder about is if this trickles down to other Super Family books. Like, is Supergirl affected by the changes from from Man of Steel? Is New Superman affected by the changes to Man of Steel? Oh man, really? Classic Supergirl. You know, as not, opposed not to teenage. I just mean like this. This more that's in line with the TV show. You know, I, I don't Kat think I, I don't think I'm going to age. Her. I don't think there's going to be like a retcon thing that ages people up, Matt. I yeah, don't think it's going to be that. I, I, I feel like I when I when I say changes the status quo, I mean like uh-huh. because of what happens, like you know, does it change where she is in the book? Like, does she have to move? Right. Or does she have to have like a new set of teammates or whatever? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I, could, I don't know. I, I'm just wondering if it trickles down to the other super books, depending on what it is. <laughs> but hey. Uh, so yeah, just just in terms of other little tidbits, actually, in terms of books changing, just just to go back to No Justice last week, it seems like the Titans and Teen Titans books are also going to be kind of involved in that in some way. Given something Makes Snyder sense. tweeted, uh, I yeah. wonder I wonder if Titans is ending actually, based on where some of the Flash is going. We'll talk about that when we get to Flash Annual. Yeah, um, I I picked up on that too. Yeah. yeah. Based on the plot that's in the Titans book right now. I wonder if Titans is coming to an end, but I mean, we'll we'll talk more about that. I think when we get to the Flash, because uh, that, that ties in plot wise. Uh, but so that's the Superman news. Now I'm leaving a couple of the Bendis bits till after I talk about DC Nation, because DC Nation, of course, uh, kind of ties into the, the Bendis Superman news. So DC Nation, as I said, it's going to have three stories in it, plus a, a preview of the magazine, which is going to actually be called DC Nation. Uh, like I say, it's going to be next to free or free, depending on your shop. And it's going to have the uh, the Bendis preview for Man of Steel. The other two stories that are in there, there's going to be one that is a King written Batman story, which is going to be a kind of also a kind of a preview for an upcoming story. In particular, the the issue fifty, which is hitting on July fourth. What is special about issue fifty? What they're doing to make issue fifty feel like a landmark issue? That is going to be the wedding issue for Batman and Catwoman. Ooh. And this preview, and presumably. 
plot that will lead into that is the Joker finding out that Batman and Catwoman are getting married and how he's going to react to that and possibly interfere. Uh, and obviously, we know Joker loves Batman, so he's going to probably feel quite jealous that Batman's putting his affection into someone. So, uh, that'd be curious. Interesting, it's the first time King will written Joker in present-day continuity, because he's only done it in uh, yeah. flashback form so far. Yeah. And that was fantastic. Yeah, I so... So I'll be curious to see how, how he, he, he quotes with that. In fact, the only thing it says in the description is a, a clue, he's not happy. Uh, so not surprising. And the other story is a, it makes sense given the time period. It's a, it's a preview or a prologue to the No Justice stuff that's going to be kicking off uh, right after that. Because that, that kicks off in May 9th, a week later. So you're getting previews for things that are kind of like staggering out. Like one that's starting in a week, one that's starting at the end of May, and one that's starting... Uh, I feel like July. it makes complete sense that this is coming out around Free Comic Book Day because that's yeah. usually what they do for Free Comic Book Day anyway. Yeah. Is just okay. Here's a tease of what's coming up. Yeah, and this is in, just in the last. In the last couple of years, it's kind of been lackluster. Yeah. So the fact that this is more of a return to that, I mean, it makes it feel Good. like the summer season. Yeah, I feel like I feel like last year didn't have any proper previews like that, and then the last few years before that had maybe one. I feel like it's been a while since yeah. we had like a nice big one like this, but there's not three, mm. like, however many pages are going to be, but, like, you know, there's going to be three of these. Yeah. So, uh, that's kind of cool. So that, that's going to tease uh, No Justice, which is a week later. Uh, so obviously we'll talk about this when it launches that week uh, with the regular books. Um, and then, like I say, it'll, it'll have a preview for the magazine, uh, the fan magazine, which is calling it, uh, coming out after. So, uh, so that's that. So back to the Bendis stuff because there was a lot, couple of Bendis things that he's doing. Uh, just to go through these quickly, uh, all of his creator-owned stuff that was originally Icon is moving over to DC. They're calling it Jinx World, uh, which is basically just for his old creator content to come out. Uh, they listed a bunch of stuff that they're, they're doing at least digitally first, including Brilliant. Uh, Fire, Fortune and Glory, and Total Sellout. There's also plans uh, for maybe some additional characters, and there's plans to maybe release um, what was the other ones? Murder Inc. Uh, yeah. scheduled as well. So, so they're planning various things in that. And the other thing, this is the probably probably the surprising one, is that part of his contract is to also launch another imprint uh, that referred to as a pop-up imprint in the style of Young Animal, kind of like what Gerard Way is doing over there. Where Bendis mm-hmm. can do some, you know, flexing his muscles and other original stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to have multiple titles, and they'll be kind of like, basically, they kind of phrase it like it'll be okay. There'll be a couple of titles at a time, but they might be minis or they might be whatever, just to kind of like be these spotlight kind of runs that he's going to be writing. Uh, and it will feature some characters uh, from DCU, so it sounds kind of more in line. I mean, obviously, the young animal stuff is actually crossing over with uh, yeah the main line right now as well. So, but it sounds like. And this is actually where I think the Batman rumors might come into play. I think his look, if he's going to do something in Batman, it might actually be here, and and part of this, where Maybe. it's a little bit more tangential Batman. It's not part of the one of the main. A books. little bit more where I can ignore it. Sure, <laughs> if you want to look at it like that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. If you want to compare it to Marvel, maybe it'd be like the the equivalent of a Batman Max series, or something like that. Where yeah. it's a bit grittier and edgier on the fringes. I could see them maybe doing something like that. Uh, so, yeah. I, I did like how positive he was about uh, the, the Jinx World stuff. Um, you know, he kind of said, "Yeah, okay. Anyone who's been reading these books anyway, they probably won't feel the difference when they're reading it because mm. nothing's changing for that stuff." But he said, behind the scenes, it's much better. Like he said, Marvel was gracious and very cool about publishing his stuff through Icon, but uh, what DC is doing is much better. They're, they're actually actively backing it and marketing it and treating it like their own books, which Marvel oh. never did. 
So uh, he's much more positive about that. That's cool. And I think, if anything, it just shows how long his contract or how long he expects to be there because he's, he's just moving all these things over and making it part of the family. And... Yeah, he's, he could have so. gone to Image or something like that where you know he'd have his control and do what he wants mm-hmm. there. But no, he brought him to DC for a reason. Uh, so that's cool. So we've got some other news as well. Some some small things that popped up this week. Uh, we, we Chris Wildgoose, who's been doing the art on Batgirl, uh, is leaving the book. Uh, his last issue was the one we just did last week, and uh, but it's just for for fairly positive reasons. It's because he's moving on to a new secret project at DC, which he has to start working on immediately, and that's why he can't uh, do the rest of the arc. The you know the, the last issue or two of this. Mm-hmm. So uh, not a big deal. Obviously, you, if you want to speculate uh, as to what he's moved on to, uh, I'm hoping one of these upcoming Justice League books. It could be. It could With be. The, the timing would be about right. Yeah, if it's not that, then it's something that's going to be announced soon. If it's something that he has it to has start to be, on yeah. right now. So, uh, but hey, that's cool. Uh, uh, where was the name? I had the name in here. Uh, I don't think I actually. But it was someone who's done a, a fill-in before on the series, who's doing the next issue or two. And then uh, Minkayu Jung, who's done some uh, Nightwing uh, in the mm. past uh, couple of mm. years, is doing the, the next arc. So... Starting in April. Uh, that's, that's cool. I, I like Walgers a lot. I've been enjoying his stuff. Yeah, it's been good. On Bad Girl. But I'm glad he's not just gone entirely. He's moving on to something else that I'm probably still going to check out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the next thing. Basically, once it was revealed that, okay, so Tomasi is leaving Superman. Uh, Tom King, this was the tweet I was mentioning about where I was, I was joking that he was giving his intel. He's like, oh, by the way, I know, guys, that Tomasi's already got his next DC project lined up. He's, he's got something cooking, uh, or something coming. Uh, but to tack on to that, now, I don't typically like to bring up the website uh, with the initials BC uh, on the show. Mm. Uh, you, you know what website we're talking to, probably. If, if not... You, you You're better to, for it. Yeah, you won't take too long to find out. But um, basically, they sometimes have rumours and sometimes they pan out, so it's probably worth mentioning, just, again, tying into Tomasi and what he might be doing next. Uh, so the buzz is that he will actually be taking over Detective Uh when uh, Tinian finishes his run, and to be fair, we, we've kind of like heard that he, he, Tinian was kind of getting towards the end of his run. The the the, the Batman mm-hmm. Eternal arc that's coming after the fall of the Batman is probably going to be his finale. It makes sense because he kind of came on to the Batman stuff. He, he did. He was involved in Batman Eternal, you know, the, mm-hmm. the series. Yeah, yeah, and obviously so. that's calling back to that. And then on top of that, we know he's moving on to Justice League books, so it makes sense mm-hmm. that he's probably getting towards the end of his run. Uh, and then Tomasi wouldn't be a bad choice to do Detective. Obviously, he's done Batman before, but I do wonder, like, do we keep the team? Like, are we keeping like these characters? Are we keeping Steph? Are we keeping Cass? Are we keeping these characters? Yeah, I think uh, a lot of that depends on what happens with Eternal. Mm, it does. Yeah. But I definitely don't want to lose Steph and Cass. I'll, I'll be pissed if there's no books with them. Even if they don't appear, you know, in the, in the book, like, it's not their book anymore. They're not going to be gone for good. They're going to show up somewhere. It's not like it's going to be a, a new Fifty Two situation. Oh yeah, they, they yeah. wouldn't do that. I, I'd be a little disappointed with this news. I like Tomasi uh, for the most part, but I've already seen him do Batman. I, I want to see him do something new. No, that's that's fair. Because um, we know Green Arrow needs a new writer. Because that because we were kind of yeah. speculating maybe Bendis, but now that Bendis is doing two Superman books, he's probably going to be working on. This is the one positive for Connor actually is that because he's he's doing double Superman and because he's doing his own creator own stuff as well in the the new pop up line, is that it means that basically he's only going to be on one big like mainline character at a time. So yeah, so you don't have to worry well, about. Hon- him. Honestly, the only thing I can say is it means hopefully uh, my my JSA is safe <laughs> for now. Yeah, yeah. Assuming we get a book before he's done with Superman. <laughs> yeah. We we should. 
Don't be like that. <laughs> he, he's going to be on Superman until after Doomsday Clock, surely. Probably. Yeah, I'd, I'd expect so. And that's when I'm expecting the JSA stuff. But hey. Uh, so, so no, it's an interesting rumour. It wouldn't be a terrible. It would be, be a fine pick. Maybe not the most exciting pick, but he'd be solid. Mostly. Yeah. Uh, underwhelming, but not bad. Yeah. Uh, who, who knows? Maybe he's excited by the idea of writing some of these other characters. Like maybe he wants to write these other, you know, bat. Oh yeah, maybe. You know, team maybe they they all leave the team, or at least you know the lineup more or less as it is, because it has, for all I've seen, proven pretty popular. Oh yeah, it's been popular. The, the book does quite well. I mean, it's a Batman book, so Batman books do well. Oh yeah, well. but I rarely see anyone complain about the lineup. Most people seem quite happy yeah. with it. Yeah. So, uh, the exception maybe being Batwoman might be off the team, given where it seems to be going uh, with everything that's oh, been... Oh, but that would be all right. Yeah, she's got her own book, so it's not like we lose her entirely. Exactly. Right. Uh, so, that makes a fair bit of sense. Um, yeah. Uh, just a little tidbit they added on to this, this rumour, is that obviously we know Tinian fourth is going to Justice League, but there's also Scuttlebutt that he's also got another project in the works of DC. So, it makes sense that if he's leaving Double Shipping Detective, he's got uh, Immortal Men, He'll have a Justice League yep. book that he's working on, and he might have a third project at DC as well that he's 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 gearing up. So, all all things exciting. And then the last little tidbit I want to mention. This is just a, a thing from Twitter, but I thought it was worth mentioning. Is uh, Scott Snyder mentioned he was working on Justice League scripts like when he was tweeting, and uh, Mikel Janin uh, responded to it saying, "Oh, it just so happens right now I'm working on a script by uh, Scott Snyder. Uh, whether that implies that he's doing some Justice League art." Uh, or something else by Snyder, uh, I think it's up for debate, but curious all the same. I, I think it definitely implies more the Justice League yeah. based on him actually replying to that specific tweet. I'm more than okay with that. Yeah. Uh, it would be a shame to see him off Batman, but we've got plenty of people who are doing Batman and doing solid work. Yeah, luckily, good artists are flocking towards Tom King, so it doesn't. I don't think it'll. They're, they're all just throwing themselves at him right now. Uh, which actually reminds me, he released a page from his Superman story from Action Comics 1000 this week from uh, Clay Man, and it looks absolutely stunning. Uh, oh, really? So, so go look up that tweet if you can go find that. Uh, but with that said, that wraps up the uh, the news portion. So maybe DC will be kind and not give us a big news week for the next couple to <laughs> give us a rest. <laughs> but hey, it's exciting. Lots of big things happening, and there's more to announce. Uh, Snyder was like uh, going on Twitter again, saying, "Oh, that's only half of what we talked about in that that like writers meet up a few weeks ago. Like we've got way more to tell you about for 2018." So. You know, and it makes sense that a lot of runs are coming to an end because a lot of people have been on books since the start of Rebirth. You know, it's been almost two years. A lot of them are getting to like forty plus issues. It makes sense that we're starting to shake things up a little bit. So it does, um, yeah. So yeah. So I guess without further ado, we will start talking about our books from this week. About time we we've gone on long enough. I know. Get excited, guys! There's all this half asleep nonsense. I told you, I'm hungover. I've got no pep. I think you, but Matt's been all quiet. I'm, I miss holding. We got through the Bendis stuff. I, you know, I had an adrenaline dump, so I'm, I'm recovering. Jeez. <laughs> um. oh, right. try, try to keep you lively. Try to keep the the, 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 the flow going. I, I brought it all down with my, my disappointment. He did. He just killed the show dead. Uh, well, with that, that with that said, let's talk about something really cheery. Let's talk about Dark Knight's Metal, number five. Scott Snyder writing Greg Capullo on the art. Uh, the the fairly delayed issue uh, of this book, uh, which is funny. I, I mean, I I am genuinely expecting uh, the last issue to be delayed at this point, just because they've knocked the last one back as well. 
and then this one I, I, I'm not because there's only one issue left and it's in March so that's true they got a bit of time because they've got this one shot I wonder if that one shot because like, they never announced that one shot at first that was like added on like later no no maybe that yeah. was okay we know we're going to be yeah. hitting it late and we want to finish at this point so yeah so they made this choice to like, just do this random one shot with Grant Morrison with some craziness who knows what that, that one shot is going to be I'm excited <laughs> I, I have a very weird relationship with Grant Morrison, but uh, something like this where he has fellow writers, I'm like, I'm ready. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, he can lean into the the insanity on a book like this. Yeah, and and I'm okay with it. Yeah, you know, especially so, when so- it was in Batman, I was kind of like, whoa, this started off as a pulp adventure, and now we're doing like new god stuff. Okay, uh, yeah. Well, let's talk about our boy John Jones because he I think he's the headline yeah. coming out of this book. Yeah. I, I got to that page and I was like, oh Pete's gonna be pleased. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, pleased indeed, pleased indeed. Uh Martian Manhunter is back. He's apparently been on uh Thanagar Prime yeah. uh investigating things. He refers to Hal as his old friend, and of course we had in Justice League a couple of weeks ago in a flashback where he seemed to be on the league at some point. So they're definitely doing some retconny things here. Where we're getting yeah. proper Martian yeah. Manhunter back. I, I just, I love the like, John, where have you been? Oh, I've been here the whole time. Yeah, I just didn't know. It, it's Wait. it's kind of so underwhelming, yeah. but I'm yeah. like, I, I don't give a shit. He's back. No. Yeah, they're, they're fixing it. It's great. It's fine. Uh, and we know, that, I mean, that's the thing. Even the uh, that No Justice Issue Zero like cover, the, the the Justice League team you see in that sort of slither of the front cover has John in it. Like, he's there. Yeah. I don't know if you guys mentioned this last week when you talked about that news, but you know that issue of Batman Lost where he had all the stories in the, the book. I think we uh, mentioned it, yeah. One of the yeah, bits was yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no justice. justice. Yeah, that was a tease. Uh, if we didn't talk about it on the show, we, we definitely talked about it at some afterwards. point afterwards. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I, I don't know when you because I haven't listened to it yet. Although I, I will, but I thought, well, while we're talking about metal, yeah, no, it's a it's a, it's a fair point. Uh, so so we have Jean back. He's with Hal and Plastic Man. We find out Plastic Man's an egg because basically he was like the, all the dark energy of all this metal crap in Barbados was starting to like infect him and he realised that he was going to go nuts or implored or something so he became an egg to uh, well it, it speaks to the tweener nature of his character right he's a superhero but he also started as a thief Yeah. so if anyone's going to be more persuadable by dark energy it'll be Plastic Man yeah, yeah so he's basically uh, preserving uh, himself by being an egg yeah, and we find out he's also a great superconductor for all this energy. Oh, yeah. That, that was smart. You know, yeah. like, I, I like how they tied him into there. And, uh, but yeah, he's he's key for that Phoenix gun to work properly. Yeah. Which I, is why... Phoenix cannon. Uh, uh, that yeah, size, we're, call, gun, we're calling cannon. that cannon, right? <laughs> I was thinking it looks like a rail gun, which is a cannon. So that's why, you know. Yeah, I, I was a little bit down on the last issue. I like this one a lot more. I think this one uh, had the plot moving. Uh, uh, there was big yeah. moments that made me feel things. Uh, basically, every, almost every scene with Wonder Woman was uh, pretty great. I, I think this gets... might be one of the best issues of the series. Uh, I, but yeah, I, I can't really yeah, dispute that. It gets so dark in places, but then it picks itself right back up. Also, we have Superman and Batman as a pair doing the ending of Terminator 2. Yeah, and the lava. I mean, I was almost expecting the thumb as they were at the end of the book. When yeah. they're in the, uh, uh, it was damn. Uh, I, I, I could hear it in my head. I was just in this book. They could have got away with that. They probably could have. Yeah, yeah. 
But in my head, as they were going down, all I could hear in my head was do 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 do. And if you want to reference a movie, but you know what? Reference Terminator. I mean, the robots are metal. But, oh, 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 I'm at. We have our own Terminator. Oh, jeez. Skynet's <laughs> taking know, over. I hate how it just does it without warning sometimes. Like, there's no build up. It just. I get loud and we don't know until I talk. Mm. Oh, Jesus. That, Sorry. That was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so lots of things. Obviously, we are, everyone's in different places. It's kind of where they were. Uh, Thanagar Prime, they got the cannon. They're going to fire it to reignite the core so that the metal is bright again. But. The Dark Batman have already manipulated it so it's the reverse. It's going to darken the core. It's so Doctor Who. Reverse the polarity. Uh, uh, you've got Batman and Superman at the core with big evil, you know, Hawkman beast. And, you shall not pass. And that. Batman's basically, oh, we have to find the light. And there's like, a, there's like one spark in the lava. So they end up getting into that to try and find the light of the core of Earth. Wonder Woman's at the Rock of Eternity. Evil, you know, Hawk girl's been taken over. Uh, and... Black Adam's there, he punches her out and she ends up landing in a cave next to uh, Hawkman's mace which, you know, she grabs and then uses uh, and yeah, I'm not going to lie I do kind of love her going, hey, the phrase you're looking for is, oh shh, and then you turn the page, it's like Shazam, because you're you're thinking, oh shit, but it's like Shazam and I'm like, yeah, okay, very good that played so well also, again, going back to Wonder Woman being probably my highlight of the issue, is her like punching Kendra with the lasso to make her remember what the truth and who she really is. Yeah, that was that was a moment. I loved that. And at the end, they jump into the portal at the Rock of Eternity, which takes them to where Barbados is. And because he's like let out his cry, and we were kind of wondering this like a while ago, we were thinking, are we going to see like evil versions of the other characters? And sure enough, yeah. we get Cheetah Wonder Woman, and then like a whole army of various other versions that you know you can't really make yeah. out a lot of them because they're all quite small, but. Well. Well, yeah, yeah. Since since the dragon left, there's no one consuming these dark multiverses. Yeah. Right. So they're. I I imagine Barbados plucking them, like he did the Dark Batman, and man, there's that the, the scene with the two face. He's got two and, heads. Yeah, he's literally got two yeah. heads. Yeah. Yeah. And he's talking about sawing the kids in half. And I was just like, damn, Cider, let's pump the brakes, man. <laughs> Dark as shit. Hey, even just that final rally where she's like, you know, scream Kendra because Kendra like, comes back round and like, yeah. oh, we're going to fight, even though it feels hopeless because we, we, I mean, no Batman and Superman are going to try and reignite the light at the yeah. core of the universe, but she's like, like, you know what? Even if we go down here, let's go down swinging and never stop crying. You know, really, it's a war cry, it's a battle cry, yeah. it's not a scream. Uh- I love the, uh, the the parallel and the mirror to the start of the issue where you know it's I know it's a scream and at the start yeah. you've got yeah. uh, you got him talking about time to wail because uh, Kendra almost says there's no hope and then she stops herself and goes sorry no there is hope but we all, that's what yeah. we're about we're heroes goddamn it we make sure there's hope uh, yeah. so you, you get that almost Dark Knight Returns esque you know panel with the lightning and the, the, and you know Wonder Woman's still got the mace she's got the mace by the way I I actually looked up a mace right because. Yeah, that's not because this was a thing. I remember back in school, someone like for some reason we were talking about battle weapons, right in class, and as you do, and some and the teacher was like, "Oh, what's this?" And I said, "It's a mace," and I was corrected, and they said, "It's not a mace; it's this thing." And I'm like, "What? That's a mace? I'm sure I've heard that been referred to a mace." So I actually after this, I'm like, you know what? I always refer to it as Hawkman's mace. The comics always refer to it as his mace. So I look it up, and there is confusing here because a mace, a morning star, and a flail are all very similar. Okay. Uh, a morning star is a chain with a ball. No, 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 no. No, that's the flail. That's the flail. The flail's a chain. 
What's the spike? Yeah. The, technically, Hawkman's mace is actually a morning star because it's got the spiky bits at the, on the top. A mace typically doesn't have a, 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 a spiky as that. Oh, God. So the technically... I've always just said, if it has a chain, it's a morning star. If it has, nah. if it doesn't, it, nah. it's a mace. Nah, a flail's the chain one. No, uh, I, I knew that one. Yeah. Either uh, way, they all pale in comparison to an axe anyways. So oh, sure. I like an axe and, more and, too. And, yeah, let's be honest. Morningstar's a cooler name. It's a cooler name. I'll, I'll give you that. But uh, a mace tends to be more of a sort of, like, it'll be a bit sort of sharp, but it won't be, like, spikes necessarily. Yeah, I, I've seen it's them before. It's just blunt. Just yeah. crush them. Yeah. 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 It's basically a stick with it's a metal bit. It's kind of like a <laughs> round it's a baton. But, yeah. Yeah, it's got a baton, but it's got a more weighted end. But it just, no. The, the, all this talk of the mace and Wonder Woman being all, oh, I could get used to this. And I was like, oh, I'm liking all this stuff. It was really fun. But it just it inspired me to go researching. I wanted to know the difference and just have it in my head. <laughs> I, I don't think metal was supposed to make you research. No, it I don't think it was. It was supposed to just be fun. And it is fun. I just, it made me want to know. So I went and checked. So I thought I'd bring it up and I, I, I'd impart the knowledge. So there you go. There's some knowledge. Well, right? uh, I really needed to know that. Thanks. Yeah. So you did. we didn't even talk about the stuff that happens with Atlantis with Aquaman and Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They they're they're actually they're 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 protected from the core of the earth because there's like a, there's like a shield. There's like old Atlantean tech that's like uh protecting yeah. them. And obviously by by the end of this year, like half of the evil Batman shopped at them to stop them. Meanwhile like half of them shop on uh Planagar Prime to like fire the cannon and stop you know, Martian Manhunter and Plastic Man and Hal. Which, by the way, uh, Hal wants to kick Starro's ass, and then someone points out, I think it's terrific, I don't think he has an ass, he's like, I'll find one. And then later on, when they're fighting them, he's like, yeah, I told you I'd find one. And then there's an editor's note saying, he has five, don't ask. Yeah, <laughs> That editor's note cracked me up. Yeah, that's pretty good. There's been a few funny editor's notes in this one. Remember the one where it was like, uh, something happened in a previous issue, and then in the editor's note just said, the editor's like, uh, what did this happen in, uh, you know, Scott and Greg? And then there's a second one that just has like a little devil's horns. It's like, nah, it didn't happen. Just yeah. just go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they've been fun on this. They've been good. But yeah. But I, I like the Atlantean stuff with the machine at the center and then that plays in with the the Phoenix cannon. Is that what's, you know, yeah responsible for it being lifted. So it shows like these ancient cultures knew the significance of Earth and like we got to keep something from this happening. Which, which kind of weirdly tied it into the Justice League movie, which was one of the things I liked there, was like the new gods had tried to take over, mm-hmm. but the coalition had stopped them. And I like when they do that stuff in in the DC mythos. Hmm. So. Actually, I mean, I mentioned uh, the Batman who laughs. Kind of like this is kind of the first time he's properly been in the main book. Obviously, we've seen a yeah. lot of them in the, the tie-ins and the yeah. minis and whatnot. Uh, but his entrance actually, because it's right after Wonder Woman like smacks Black Adam with the mace, and she's like, "Oh, I can get used to this." We just see like her tiara like come flying off, and then you see yeah. in the next page he he shot her with a machine gun. Yeah. With bullets made out of like eighth metal, which is the it even says, "Oh, if you've got an invisible jet on this earth, that's uh, you know, it's the same that's stuff what it's that's made, made out of." Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like that. that. Was a nice touch. But yeah. no, I just thought it was a really dark entrance. It gave him presence. Oh, yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah, he gunned, gunned Wonder Woman down, uh, and it made it look so easy as well. Uh, so uh, and, and, yeah, I think one of my favorite pages is when the the cannon is fired. So yeah, you have the the beam going down the middle in, into mm-hmm. Earth, and then you know you've got all the just the, the the sky, the space, and then just the the red text on the right, and then the cannon yeah. on the left. That that is a fantastic page. I I, I like uh, 
most of Wonder Woman's pages are really good. Black Manta's entrance for Aquaman's section because he's working yeah. with the he, he's like yeah. Black Adam. He's he's working with the uh, he's made a pact with Barbados because you know hey I, I'll, yeah. I'll destroy the world and blah, blah, blah I get what I want. I, I I find it funny that both of them have black in their name. <laughs> and they're the ones that got turned. Black Adam. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Black Is, is Black Lightning going to turn as well? Is, is I hope not. He's a good guy. I feel like we should tweet yeah. this at Snyder and go, hey, yeah. what's going on here? Uh, well, I'm sure there's more. It's not just those two. They just happen to be the two that are Well, I know, but those are the two that get prominence and they're yeah. too big. You know, they're easily yeah. recognizable. Yeah. But yeah. It also makes me wonder where is Batten in all of this? Like, we get. You know, that, that, huh. that's the one. Now that we got Manhunter back, you know, now where's where's Billy? And we know that the Rock's active. We know something's up with the wizard. It, honestly, so. it, it wouldn't surprise me if he shows up in issue six uh, with Adam yeah. kicking around. Mm, Pretty cool. Like, I'd could... be all right with that. Like, like we threw Manhunter in here, yeah. so why yeah. not? I could see there been the you know Black Adam's about to do something bad, and you just like you get that sort of hint at the end of the page mm-hmm. that someone else is there. Maybe like a hand comes in punching him, and then turn the page, and there's the full page spread of you know Captain yeah, Marvel. Oh, no, this issue actually left me excited for six because the last issue. Yeah. Well, I mean, me and Matt liked it more than you did, Pete, but it was definitely a weaker issue yeah. of yeah. the series. But this was on uh, back on full form, you know, gearing up towards the end. Yeah, it, it felt good. Yeah, last issue was the, oh, here's a bunch of exposition, a lot of which doesn't make a whole lot of sense, because it's just all mumbo-jumbo, and then this issue was back to, no, here's just good action, which is, Actions, the, the, the series yeah. has been very good with. Uh, yeah. I mean, this just remind everyone, it started with a Megazord of Justice yeah. League bots, so, you also, know. Also, I really want Capullo on Wonder Woman now. I can see it. Yeah. That, I mean, at the very least, on you know, have him do some Justice League stuff. Maybe. Uh, I mean, I mean, obviously we're waiting to see who the next big run of Wonder Woman's going to be. Who, who knows, maybe it could be Capullo and some writer, you know? Uh, yeah, I know there's definitely some big uh, Wonder Woman moments in the next issue, because Snyder tweeted out one. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it might have been or Capullo. One, one of them tweeted out you know, just a few panels of art with her, and it's like, ah, oh, it looks so good. I, I think her scene steal the show in this one, so that's that's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I'm and it's that. good, because out of the Trinity, she's the one that's holding it down for Superman and Batman to do what they need to. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, you, you know, with uh, Batman who last kind of go, no, 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 you're, you're always the one that fights till the end. That was like, yeah. a really good moment for her, even though yeah. she's been beaten. Yeah, she's, she's the yeah. warrior. Yeah, she's the one who... Yeah. yeah. It's, it's good. It's, good. It's, it's working well with the characters. At least the, yeah. the, the core, core few who are getting the most uh, out of it, which, you know, it makes sense as a Trinity, given it's a big DC event, but uh, that, that works. But that's that though. I mean, Hawkgirl and uh, Hawkman are getting some prime kind of time out of this which is nice because they've not had a lot for a while yeah yeah so no that's good uh so we'll, we'll move on but now metal was uh that was a solid action-packed issue with a lot of big sort of money moments uh in this one yeah. uh so we'll move on to detective comics annual number one james tinney in the fourth uh rating and eddie barrows on art uh joe i'll say is really nice every so often uh, the last time we had annuals we had the Aquaman one which was shit uh, and that's kind of what I worry about annuals. It's something, even if it's the same writer, sometimes I feel like the, 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 like you can have really good one and dones. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes they feel like really forced one and dones. Like they're just they just exist because they wanted an annual, right? It's, they feel a bit yeah. redundant. Yeah. Uh, what I'll say about all three annuals this this week is that all of them seem essential to the series in some way, and none of them feel like they're just there to kill time or have no, an extra they're, issue. They're, yeah, they're a side plot kind of where. Well, this one is. Back... The, the other two aren't safe yeah. plots. The other two are actually part no. of the, the core plots. 
yeah, one of them is a, is a kickoff. The other one informs what's going on more. But, you know, they're not th- – this one's like a one and done that has more to do with the, 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 It's my favorite kind of annual. The other two are essential chapters, which I highly prefer, uh, because sometimes when it's a one and done, I feel like, oh, it's just kind of there, there extra. See, this, this one, on the other hand – I it like, feels this one feels like it's coming at the perfect time after the cliffhanger of the last issue of Detective. Uh, I think this is the perfect time to know because because we care about Clayface getting a new version of his origin and all that mm-hmm. stuff actually lands with a, a much better subtext than it normally yeah. does because we actually care yeah. about him. It's got a tinge of sadness to it. It does. It's better sweet. It does. Yeah. Well, it's a tragedy. Like that's what yeah. you know when when you look at most of Batman's villains that they are tragic. Uh, Clayface now I think has taken that. Him and Two Face, to me, are the two most yeah. tragic. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so no, I'm glad all the angles this week felt essential to the the stories going on. Uh, I, I I much prefer that when when I'm getting to angles because it... I, I I prefer them when they're just one shots. Not okay. This is part of the main story because I like them. I like the annuals to have a different feel and go. Okay, we'll do something a little bit different with it. Like yeah, this I, here is. Yeah, I don't care about that. My, my my big thing is I hate when I get to a week five and everything feels like it's not essential. And it's well, like a weird week of like filler. Yeah. So I like when I, I they all feel you, important. Yeah, you have the right word with essential. Whereas this one is pretty essential, but let's say for some reason you can't couldn't read it, right? Mm. Uh, I I don't think you're necessarily missing out on the story. Whereas you try to read what's gonna come up in Flash. Oh yes. And not have read this Flash annual. Exactly. You're not gonna be able to go. So that's where I come in at this level where but, I like stuff like the tech annual, where it makes the story better. But I think, yeah, imagine this in the trade. That this should be between yeah. those two issues in the trade. I think mm-hmm. this, I, I think this plays perfectly. I think it will be. Yeah, between the last issue of Tech and then the final of the arc, what we're getting next. I, I don't think they will put it there in the trade. They, I think they should. I, I think they should, but I don't think they will. I they, think they, they, they want to keep the story together uh, in the trade, and they, this will go. Before they may put it at the end, but I actually think it plays really well at this part of the the story. No, it, I agree, but I just don't think they'll do. So, that so let's trade. launch into the, what, what actually happens in the story. With with Clayface, well, Basil Carlo, which it took me. I've been a, a fan of of superheroes since I was a little kid, and I, I'm just now realizing his name is a play on Boris Karloff. Just now, took, just took took a while. Well, not right now, but Wednesday when I got my issue and I'm reading it, I'm going. I see the names next to each other on the page because his dad brings up mm-hmm. Karloff, and I was like, oh, Basil, Carlo, Boris Karloff, son of a bitch. Uh-huh, they got uh-huh. me again. Uh, yeah, so so we get the flashback with his dad. His dad has this 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 fancy clay makeup stuff that he uses to like do you know various facial effects. Yep. Uh, so it sets that up at the start. But the big thematic thing is that hey, you know there'll be a monster inside you. Never let them see the monster. And obviously it's all very metaphorical and character as opposed to literal monster. But obviously it's building up things. We see him like his his movie career is going well. You know he, he wants this movie role where it's going to be about like a silent movie star who goes nuts and kills like people on like. Uh, a movie because wouldn't, they wouldn't cast him, right? right. So uh, what I like about that is that it makes me think of the artist, but like mixed in with Universal monsters and then a crazy guy. Uh, so I kind of. It's like a movie that. I would watch. I, I, I would too. I, I would absolutely yeah. watch that movie. But you see that he's dating a uh, was it Gloria who becomes Mudface, and we we see how that yeah. happens. Uh, I actually really liked it. I thought this was a really solid, uh, like sort of origin story for for Clayface. Yeah. Agreed. I agree. And it was nice when it cut to you know when when he's like he gets in the accident because he finds out his dad died and he, he crashes his car and that's what gives him makes him disfigured, and he goes to his place and he finds the the clay stuff and he starts using it. 
I liked it then when we he's like, oh, I need more. I've only got like you know ten jars. I need I need more, and it's like discontinued. So he starts breaking into warehouses in Gotham, trying to find it. And you know when we see, we see Gordon and we see Batman, it's like, oh, this is like an old school looking version of Gordon and Batman. Yeah. It feels like they're of a different era, yeah. well, which is pretty And they cool. talk about Dent in the DA's office. Exactly. I love yeah. That. Like, it was nice. So it it sets the 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 time period. It's pre pre Two Face and. And even like even the fact that the reason why he has the big accent that turns him into Clayface proper is it's two corrupt cops wanting a payday that do it. Yeah. So it feels very early, you know, Batman Gotham. Yeah. Setting. Before, so before Gordon, yeah. yeah, was commissioner or he's still lieutenant. Yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so that, like I love lot. that. Yeah, I, I like the art quite a bit. Uh, Eddie Barrows, of course, did a lot of the detective yep. runs, so it feels very fitting in in with the main series, but it looks it, different it as well. It feels like we didn't have Barrows for quite a while. Like he, he did a lot near the start. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like he hasn't been there as much lately. Mm. I mean, maybe we'll get more of him on the next arc. This is just yeah, because so, his, his stuff's great. There's a, the panel in particular where it's uh, yeah, Batman and Gordon are, are talking and, mm. and Batman like flies off. Yeah. Oh my God, it looks fantastic. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. I love the full page spread of both Clayface getting doused with the, the, the clay that turns him into mm-hmm. Clayface, but also when he shows up at the movie set. Uh, towards the end, and he's actually like a proper monster coming in, uh, and it's yeah. actually like, it's really heartbreaking when he what he does to Glory because he actually he literally just opens a jar and throws it at her to turn her into yeah. one face. Like it's not even an accident; he just does it. No, well, because he he's in touch with that monster yeah. finally. And yeah. so, did did anybody get there something darker with the dad going on? That was like there was subtextual there. He, he, he didn't seem like a good father, certainly. He seemed like a, 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 an obsessive father who was like trying to like yeah. mold him into like, yeah, his career. Yeah, I feel like he was just you know overly harsh. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I like the stuff with the director because he's going for this role and then, and then he, like, he makes himself look all handsome again. And when she finds out he's been secretly like altering his appearance and she's like, hey, I, I cast you because I could see something in your eyes. Like I would have still cast you. I'd have, I'd have fought the studio. I'd have done everything I could to keep you in this movie. Uh, but you know you've been you know doing all this uh, you know you caught by Batman you've been stealing stuff like you know now you're gone now yeah. you 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 lost that spark because you weren't you anymore you were this phony version of yourself so there's some yeah. nice messaging in there as well about being your true self and how it's not about your appearance and and whatnot so uh, no I, I, it's a fairly straightforward issue but I think it's actually like a really yeah. nice little tragedy of how he became Clayface yeah, it is yeah and and it fits in very well with what they've been doing with him like it it says the the tone that he could be flip back to the side of good like because mm. he's mm. not 100 percent bad he's just a tragic figure and because you get that scene with batman coming to him in the hospital bed it's like you know you can be better yeah you're not batman who you are in that scene had a real amount of texture going on it did yeah i so. almost all the scales actually at yeah. one point it well, did like, like leather wings mm. you know like yeah, yeah. it looked good yeah, uh, I thought so too. And I like that because he's, he's trying like, hey, like you know, you can help me put this guy away who's making this stuff. You, you can help me. You know, there's mm. something in you, like because he even says then, even at that point, he's been using it on his face. That's been affecting his his brain. Like you know, it's already yeah. starting to affect him. Uh, mm. So you know, it, it ties into what we've been doing in the run, but it you know, it sets it up in a nice little way. Uh, but no, this was this was solid. It wasn't I mean, I know, I'll save that opinion because that spoils something yeah. I'm going to say when I get to rankings and stuff. But. Uh, but yeah, so no, I, I thought the detective was a solid angle. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, a, a little couple of panels in the art I really want to highlight is you know when yeah. when he when he's kind of going full clayface with the corrupt mm-hmm. cops, and it's got you know that that orangey yellow glow. It, he oh. just looks horrific, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it feels like a monster movie. It almost well, feels like, 
you could turn yeah. Clayface's story into like a classic old timey monster movie where this yeah. would be the first act, and then the rest of it would be like him stalking like the movie studios and stuff, and like you know, causing chaos. Yeah. That'd be so good. Well, because that that stuff, the, the what's it called, renew. It it hasn't a glow to it the entire time. Hmm. So then when it just washes over him and yeah, yeah, man, really good. Made me made me appreciate Clayface on another level more than I already was with with tech yeah we we, you know, we actually have like a defining clayface sort of run now do we do which is insane yeah the opinion has done wonders for the character mm-hmm. makes me think that he had a soft spot for him from the animated series and you know he just with a couple of tweaks here he is yeah that sounds about right i think what's impressed me as well is that obviously after a while i was i was impressed with the obvious thing which is they're actually making me care about clayface and i, I want him to mm-hmm. be a good guy because i'm invested in him now but i'm also yeah. impressed that it didn't do that at the sacrifice of having good monster clayface moments because everything with like oh. building up to him going the snapping and then the kaiju yeah. clayface and then this backstory with him in the movie studio yeah. like i'm getting good monster clayface as well it's just giving yeah. me everything i want from him so yeah uh, uh, so yeah i'd love to see before tinian's done i'd love to see him do langstrom and Man, Matt. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. That, that then, well. So you could do like a werewolf style story. Yeah, that man, man. I can see that. Yeah. But hey, that'll uh, that'll wrap up tech, and we will go on to the Flash Annual number one, which is the prologue for Flash War, which is the arc starting after the upcoming <sighs> one that's just started with Grodd. We're getting this coming in May, uh, with mm. I think issue forty-five is what it said at the back. Forty-five or forty-seven, whatever it said. Uh, yeah. So it's Flash Annual number one. Joshua Williamson writing, of course. Howard Porter and Christian Dus on the art. And holy shit. Can I, can I just start by saying holy shit yeah. and just be like yes yes because I think Titans is a fine little book but it's not, not particularly noteworthy I feel like this is hey here bring into the actual flashbook we're going to actually focus on original Wally West we're going to put him back in place by the end of this issue he is living once again in Keystone City we've re-established Magenta we, we, yeah. you know, we, we, and obviously the big twist at the end which we'll get to we've re-established his major villain so, so you read this before I did. Yeah. I, I saved this because, you know, the John's Flash has a special place in my heart and Wally has a special place in my heart. And so I was like, I'm going to... But I saw what you had said. Well, we remind said, me. What, got, did, what did I say? <laughs> so you, you had said in our, in our comics thread about you got to that last page mm. and you almost jumped out of your seat. So I knew something was coming. What that was, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay the seat right now, I would have never guessed. Like just based off of what you had said, yeah. I who I, I, I skimmed through this again, right? Now I think I figured out what was about to happen the first time I read it from the previous like panel or two before the, the page turned to the reveal. Because it, it really set this? it up. Because he started talking about, oh, I'm gonna make the flash the best it can be. And I'm like, oh wait a minute, right? But see the page before that, when he's talking to the, the other characters who be, you know would turn out to be the renegades. There's a, mo- yeah. there's a moment where he says tragedy and that word is bolded and when I was skimming through it the second time I really caught it's, that and went oh it's all there that yeah. little tease oh you teasy bastard this, Williamson if oh. there has been any any story of Williamson's flash it's been an homage to John to John I almost called him John like the Marshman yeah, like to Jones. John's uh my brains guys Anyways, yeah, it's yeah. this one from, from, from this day forth he will be known as Jeff Johns Jeff Johns. Uh, <laughs> anyways, it's this one because just from the the outskirt or the outstart of it, 
where you're looking around that Flash Museum and mm-hmm. you're picking up on things. Yeah, which by the way, just, so, so these guys yeah. are investigating this, the Flash Museum, because they're, they're, it's basically the aftermath of like when uh, Iris killed uh, Thon, and they're like yep. investigating the chaos, and they mention like, hey, something's wrong here. History is not right. It's changed because, and they're looking at like a statue of the Titans, and like, hey, this is not how things yeah. happen. So, like, something's changed things in the past. Something's affected the timeline. So they're they're, mm-hmm. they're actually like, hey, like New Fifty Two, Manhattan, all this stuff's happened. What's going on? Something's weird. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you look at the very first page, and there's there's impulse. Like, yeah, like yeah, time is cracked down the middle, and yeah. Yeah, and among all these other things, and then you're just looking like. On the next page, you have the tragedies of the Flash, and right key center is New Wally. You're like, well, is that a hint of things to come? Mm. And then you're like, oh well, these these guys dressed up look kind of familiar, but I I don't know, you know. Uh, yeah. And then you look, zoom in on the back, and they have all the other speedsters. You can see Johnny Quick and Max Mercury. So like, it's just taking full advantage of you know if you're a fan. And you're familiar with all of these these little Easter eggs here. Yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's teasing me all these oh. things, and of course you get to these characters and they, they discover that Iris. I'm just I'm just sticking in the 20th yeah. century stuff. We'll talk about the the bulk of the book yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's like okay, so Iris West did this. That's no excuse for killing, uh, even if it is Thorn. And it's like okay, so we're going to go back in time, and they reveal that this is the Renegades. Uh, now I, I I I wouldn't remember all these names off the top of my head because it's not like I've encountered them a bunch of times, but. Uh, so yeah. basically, these are Mirror Monarch, Commander Cold, Heatstroke, Weather Warlock, and Golden Guardian. Obviously, all plays on the classic Rogues team. Uh, yeah, and they they come from the right before Flashpoint. Yeah, the, da- the Dastardly Death of the Rogues was the name of the arc. Yeah, and so and these guys were from the future that th- basically something happens where the Rogues are seen as heroes, uh, akin to the Flash. Yeah. So these guys in, in the 25th century pick up the mantle and they're almost like the science police of central and keystone city so yeah, I, I was going to say given what they're doing now i'm going to refer to them as the time cops they're time yeah cops. yeah yeah uh, well that's why they were there they were there to ensure that nothing happened in, in that the dastardly death of the rogues with patty and and uh barry because of how things end up with iris so yeah, yeah. So that, that that's super exciting. I, I mean, I love the concept of the Renegades and the idea that because in this specifically, uh, the character who we're getting to says that oh, it's to mock the rogues that they were making heroic versions of them. So we've changed that a little bit. Uh, but so the big reveal at the end is that this is Zoom. This is Hunter Zolomon, uh. Wally's Reverse Flash, and which, by the way, is a perfect reveal after an issue that focuses on Wally as the main character and reestablishes his life in Keystone City. Reestablishes that he is finally going to try and put his life back together, and then you drop his arch nemesis. You drop Hunter Zolomon yeah. at which, the end. The point of Zoom never was to be the arch nemesis. It was always to make Flash better. Oh, of course. Uh, I mean, I know yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm saying that be, he is his nemesis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so no, the, and that's still how this feels here at the end. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is he's taken over as this like he's a he looks like Cobra Commander, but he's supposed to be yeah. a judge. But you that, know, that's what leads up to that final page. He's saying, "Oh, I'm going to make the Flash the best it can be. I'm going to yeah. put them to war. He's orchestrating this war." Uh, yeah. And obviously, there's a little thematic thing that sort of hints at it in the middle, where Barry and Wally have a bit of a fight, and they have that page where they're mm-hmm. facing off against each other. And obviously, this is just a fight about them lying to Iris and like who's who's done the right yeah. thing and and whatnot. Uh, but it's, it almost reminds me of that moment in uh, Age of Ultron where it teases the uh, Civil War 
for uh, yeah. you know the movie, and you, Iron Man and Cap kind of have like a little argument. So, it's kind of that moment teasing so the. Let's conflict. establish. Let's establish teams now, right? We're all, we're all team Wally. Yeah, I, I think we're all team Wally. Yeah. Connor. Yes, but I want him oh. to keep this costume. Oh yeah, that's fine. I don't, I don't want him to go back to a you know yeah. full head covering. Well, what, what, said, what, what if Barry leaves though for some reason? What if Barry goes and maybe replace that him? Said, I, I brought this up with No Justice and with Flash War. I feel like Barry is... He's uh, he's going to the 31st century at the end of this. He's going yeah. to, to, with Iris, to create the Tornado Twins and, and all of that stuff. So Wally can get that moment of shine. Uh, and he's the one that's leading that team. What was it? Team Wonder? No. Team... No. Uh, uh, it was the science one. Uh, team, yeah, yeah. The wisdom. Team. team wisdom. Yeah, wisdom. Wisdom. There you go. So, I feel like this cemented that a little bit. Just when when you bring back Zoom and all of these other tropes that are so key to me to the Flash mythos because this is the first Flash that I read. Okay, I, I just put out here at the same time. Come like towards the end of May, we're going to have no justice, Flash War, and like Man of Steel all running. I- yeah, I think that, that would be my only thing that says maybe he's not the Flash in No Justice because that would be out before this story, like right? That, yeah, that, 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 that story. Up. Yeah, that story will just be starting at the same time as that No Justice. So and they don't. Um, they might not want to just ruin the ending of that. Or if they just have him just call him Flash and we don't find out until Flash War's over, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think there's enough evidence to actually think that's definitely the case. Well, there is for me. Okay, you're going I, deep into this. I'm not willing to. I'm deep. But, uh, yeah. yeah, on you go. Don't you, be wrong. I'm I'm all down for that. I just you I, I like this, this costume. <laughs> I think it suits him, and yeah, it's, you know, you know, it's it's it's, it's a bit more hip. What? Yeah, he said it suits him. I know. I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I just think it's funny that uh, for a second there we were picking teams, and he, he, uh, it was almost like he wasn't going to pick the ginger for a second. I'm like, what? Like we yeah. were, we were both yeah. picking the ginger, and but, he's like, oh no, I'm taking the blonde. Yeah, for, no, no. for as much as I love... My stipulation is I need the ginger on show. Oh, all right, okay, okay. The way I hate the ginger, okay. Yeah, exactly. uh, so they fight, I mean, the, for... fight the Go top ahead. at the start, and there's a fun, you know, so it's both Wally's and Barry, like, teaming up, and then they're getting food, and and then I love that Wally, like, casually just drops, oh, yeah, ever since Iris killed Thorn, and then Wally's like, what? Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, did you not mention you, Wally, to him? He's like, no, I thought you did. And like, what happened? Because basically... Iris like shows up at the the, the scene after they the beat the top, and wants to oh who's this new Wally with the red hair like who are you, and he's not ready to tell her. And it, basically at the end of the book, it sounds like he's made the decision that he's going to try and tell her. Like he wants to talk to yeah. Iris and explain what's going on, and all all this and like Barry like accusing him of like hey much like Superman kind of accusing him of not really putting his life back together much like the Titans did. Uh, He's like, hey, you need to like actually try and actually have a life again, not just be the Flash all the time. So he, he get he moves to Keystone City. He goes to speak to Magenta, who doesn't remember who she is. Fra- Frankie's just like a person here. She's just got a job. She's normal. Yeah. And then after a minute of talking to him, she remembers she, who she, she used to be, and then she like her evil persona takes over, and she goes nuts <laughs> and starts fighting she's him. She's pissed. Yeah, she is that, pissed. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, and then, and then he calms her down, reminds her of the good times, and then she's like st- struggling to deal with all these memories, like the good memories, the bad memories. Uh, she 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 was she was going to be a titan, and she was going to be, she's a rogue, and all these things. So, uh, 
that, that was all fun. It was all good stuff. It was all character building for Wally. And it, so when it got to the point towards the end when he's like, oh, he's got an apartment. He's in Keystone City. He's now living there. And this is, this is the great thing about having both of them is that Barry's always been Central City. Wally was typically Keystone. So you've got the yep. Twin Cities. You've got two Flashies. It's kind of perfect thematically to have one being each at the same time. It, it was never an accident why they did that. You know, yeah. it was it was for that reason. You know, and I'm... If we can get a time where they do coexist, that'd be super cool. That would be I mean, awesome. And yeah. Even if they do get rid of, you know, you're saying, oh, Barry's going to go off at the end of that stuff. Mm-hmm. We could have a Wally in each city. But, yeah. Yeah, we could. Here, here, here's my perfect scenario. I think is if the if the books are going single shipping, is we then have two flash books. One's Barry, one's Wally. Each single shipping. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm down not for that. mad. Yeah. Do, not do, mad do they that. share new Wally? Like, do they, do they <laughs> in custody? Well, yeah, I think you so. Don't... Barry, Barry can have new Wally and and Wally can have or old Wally can have Bart. That's fine. Oh, so you're just bringing characters back though to add into this? Oh, <laughs> I don't think that they can't. Wait, they can't not do Bart after seeding him all through this. There's just, there's they don't do that stuff by accident. That wasn't oh, just sure, sure. Gio Domenico going. Wait, it was Gio Domenico that did start, right? Who's who's on art? Oh, not in this book. No, this no, no, that's no, true. No, no. I was heard Porter, Porter in, in Deuce, yeah. That's right. You don't, you don't have Porter, you know, add all the stuff in there. So, and not pay off. I mean, it'll happen it's... eventually, Matt. I have no doubt, but... Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. But I, I, I do think two Flash books would be ideal. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think, what do you call the second? Obviously, Barry's will just be called The Flash. Wally's would be called... Fast Man Alive. Uh I could see that, yeah. Uh, I mean, Speed Force is one that I've thrown about a lot uh, before. Uh, which, by the way, I actually I loved the burn when he said to Barry, uh, and if I really want to run away from you, you can't do anything about it. He's like, yeah, I'm the yeah. fastest man alive. I like that. That was, that was yeah. a sick burn. That yeah, was good. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, I loved this. This was great. I, I, I was... I was so happy with what they did with Wally. I was happy with what the because I'm, I'm I love the Grodd plot. We just started that that first issue of that Flash arc yeah. last week. I loved that Flash issue. I thought it was great. And then I think this is hinting at great things after. So I think Williamson's like really starting to like hitting some big stuff that I'm yeah. Like, excited I, about. I think the the run went through a little bit of a lull recently, in my opinion at least. But it, it looks like oh no, we're back on top form. You know, all cylinders firing. Let's go. Oh, I, this is the best it's ever been. I, I think issue seven hundred and then this issue the annual. I think they've both been two of the best issues he's done. Mm-hmm. It, it's definitely uh, definitely the best since the the Godspeed stuff at the start. Oh, I think it's better than that even as well. But I mean, you know, uh, that's bad. I'd have to I'd have to think about it. Like you know, uh, I'm not saying it, they're not. But, but uh, this know, is that was the highest point. Genuinely exciting. Uh, oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, the only... I, say, I actually saw the ending on Reddit because someone put it on Reddit uh, without a spoiler tag. The oh, what a dick. Yeah, that's, that's a shit. Yeah, so I, I, but it didn't ruin it. It didn't ruin the impact. I, 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 it still lands when you yeah. read it, even when you know that yeah. going in. No, I'm happy that I didn't know it because it was a nice big kind of like just. Yeah. Is that is it was right before I turned the page? I got it. And then I seen it, and I was like, "Oh, you bad, mm-hmm. you beautiful bastard!" Really, yeah, that would have been nice. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, uh, but hey, uh, but no, I'm, I'm genuinely excited, uh, and I, I was thrilled reading this this week. So, so, uh, so do we call so now Thon is Reverse Flash. Like that's that's his de facto because now we have Zoom. Um, back. It, it depends how they, how they go with it. I wonder. Like, here's my question. Though. I, this is the first thing I thought of. Actually, I've not brought it up yet. Does Zoom, much like Thon, does he remember the timelines? Does he know? time has changed 
Uh, I don't think so because his his thing was never really Speed Force, so I don't know. No, that's fair. That's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they do do it, it's because he's a uh, he's. I mean, he's not from the future, so what happened that he ended up there? Here's a here's a question, right? Do you think because the the memories of of Zoom of of Solomon for Wally are so severe? You know, he tried. You know, he tried to kill his his unborn children. Right, yeah, that was a big, big thing. Well, he nearly succeeded too, if it not not for Barry and the treadmill. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It was basically a timey way made flash speed force yeah. nonsense that got us the kids in the end. But so, do, do you think? Because obviously, we know that Wally's like struggling with his memories. Like he's got like multiple yeah. timelines in his head, and they're not quite clear what's real and what's not. In fact, we even get a flashback to uh, original New Teen Titans in this with yeah. Cyborg and Raven, like when he's talking about the past. And he's like, yeah. I'm not sure if this is real, if this was just in my head. And like, oh, oh that's interesting. Like, he's remembering like, like the original timeline. But mm. uh, like, I'm wondering, does interacting, does fighting with Zolomon, does that trigger like Unlocked. strong memories? Yeah, like does, does that like make him remember like those really harsh elements of his past? Uh, I wonder. Yeah. I could see it. I could do, yeah. I could see it, uh, and do we get back to like dealing with London and stuff? Uh, and even if it is like one double shipping flashback, if 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 Williamson's going to alternate between focusing on Wally and Barry, that'd be great. Like give give Wally this this stage; it's fantastic. Yeah. So it's exciting. Uh, yeah. Uh, so no. Uh, so that that is the Flash Annual Number One. That will take us on to Deathstroke Annual Number One. Uh, Christopher Priest writing, uh, Dennis Cowan on the art. And again, this is a, this is essentially the finale to Defiance. This is what breaks up the team. Uh, and by the way, this gets dark as shit at one point, which I like because basically they, they tease this scene with like uh, uh, with like uh, Kid Our Flash right. coming back to coming back to like the base, and there's right. like, the sort of thing where he comes in the room and then you don't see what he sees. And I'm like, this feels like he's about to find Power Girl committed suicide. Surely that's not where this is going, and obviously, yeah. There's the epilogue, which kind of goes, "No, it's not actually that. Don't worry." But the 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 issue plays like she committed suicide for a bit. Yeah, it does. It leaves it on that for a while, yeah. and I can't. I, I it left it just long enough that I thought, "Wait, they've actually done this." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Man, have you ever had like a, a superhero commit suicide?" Like. And obviously, Mister Miracle gave it a good try, but like, like it would be a, it'd be a really dark thing to do if they were going to go through with it. That said, yeah. were you shocked when you turned the page early on and you got a classic Power Girl like in your face? Yes. So look, I, I knew we were getting John Jones back. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. Not even a hint that we were going to get Karen Power Girl. Yeah. At all. And then I mean, we get the. It makes yeah. sense to me because I don't know if you. I don't think either of you read the stuff with the with this new Power Girl, you know, her origin, right? Nope, not at all. <laughs> no, that was in the uh, the world's finest book finest. where we had yeah. yeah this Power Girl there, so uh, it, w- it was really heavily tied into that. So it was which that too makes surprising. sense, but it's it's not like Priest had gone out of his way to you know mm. we hear how she was her mentor and she left everything to her, but you know not like oh hey. She's gonna make her return in the pages of Deathstroke. Like there was none of that hinted at. No, no, that wasn't there. No. Yeah. And oh man, that's so cool. No, yeah, it's cool. And she's trapped in the void with her at the end because basically what she did is she like made her machine to like try and like get her back. But because Wally thought she was dead and disconnected her, she's now trapped in the void. She's with, stuck with her OG yeah. Power Girl. So, 
so that, that, there you go. Yeah, that's that's where we end that on. Uh, but there's a lot of good character stuff with her building up to that, where she's feeling kind of awkward. Like she she feels awkward catching like a guy with Joseph, and then like brings that up, and then it feels kind of hypocritical, and then she, she like almost disrobes in front of Wally to try and get him to stay. Yeah, which uh, was kind of like a surprising moment, and then he like kind of like you know says no no we're not we're not doing that. Like I I, I love you, but like that that was not the time for that. Uh, yeah. And like he clearly has feelings. I-, I liked how sort of genuine their feelings felt, where he felt bad and he wanted to try and get her on the Teen Titans, uh, and she like feels bad that she feels that she's breaking up the team uh, and all the rest of it. And so all that worked really well. And then on top of that, you've got like Slade kind of in the moment killing someone without really thinking about mm-hmm. it. And then the bookend scenes are kind of this thing where after he's buried all the all the defiant stuff in a bunker somewhere. Like this random guy kind of like stumbled on and maybe saw where the stuff was stashed, and he's like, "Okay, I guess you're probably gonna have to kill me now because I know where that stuff is." And we end with this big cliffhanger, like the the close up of the gun. Uh, like we're not sure if he's going to go through with it. Is he going to kill yeah. the guy? Uh, so no. So it's really, it's really playing with that. So it, is, it was a really good issue for Deathstroke and his, like you know, is he going back down that path of killing again? Um, yeah. and right. it's, it was a really good issue for the, the Wally Tanya relationship and like that because that, it really did feel like an, an awkward like she's kind of depressed and lonely issue like throughout yeah well Defiance is never really her bag right she always you mm. know it was always the Titans and she was always just kind of the moral center for Deathstroke since he was uh, what was the superhero name there's that arc I can't remember now but when he was blind you know oh yeah Twilight. So, Twilight. Yeah. So, you know, I, I like here that like Defiance is a, it's a failed project. So she's kind of like, oh well, mm. I have no idea what to do now, because now he's kind of thrown me back into the superheroing thing, but I have no purpose. So I like that with her. Uh, I, I like I Beast think, Boy showing up too. That was pretty, yeah. pretty fun. I, I think that's why the 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 way it treats it as okay. No, maybe this was Suicide Land so well because. Yeah. The issue did so much with her that you're like, mm-hmm. okay, that could have been build up to that. Yeah, her send off. Yeah, it's all built into her making this yeah. drastic choice. Um, so no, it's it's a super dark issue, uh, but it is it's obviously as with normal with priest, it's really well written. And by the way, it casually just answered. Like, remember how we were really confused with the rose thing last issue with the yeah. with the red hair and like, is it actually rose? We're not really sure. Yeah. Uh, well, Terra just kind of mentions it in this one, so I guess it is. But yep. hey, uh, so so no, uh, so no, that's some fun scenes, and obviously, yeah, Jericho uh, usually ends up with some fun action scenes. He has some stuff in this where he takes over the pilot of the the, the mm-hmm. thing, but he, he he can't like spot back to his body to actually pilot the thing. So there's some, some nice tense yeah. action in there, uh, yeah. and the usual humor of like you know robot or AI wintergreen talking to. Yeah. Slay yeah, so, uh, that's become really fun lately. Yeah, yeah. I like that. It's, it's kind of like uh, Jarvis with Iron Man and Iron Man movies, but with more of like a dark, mm-hmm. cynical twist to it. Yeah. More being a sarcastic bastard. Yeah. yeah. Like, go on, yeah. Slade. Start killing people. You know you like it. Do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then there's also the stuff with Slade and Tara and their whole relationship. You know? Uh, yeah. yeah. Nothing that makes me feel a bit more grimy and hard going. Let's do one for old time's sake. I'm legal now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the phrase, like, the uh, phrase "I'm legal now." Uh, you know, just the fact that in in the space of two sentences, she said the phrases for old time's sake, and yeah. "I'm legal now." Those two sentences it's... should not go f- together. No, like I always feel like they kind of just always rushed over that in the original, 
you know, in mm. when she was making her rounds in the eighties. So here, I feel like Priest is really like th- no, Deathstroke yeah. was a uh, was a scumbag. Yeah, it's a, I think it's just something in general in media we're more conscious of now is the idea of promoting, yeah. uh, you know, someone who's underage uh, with an older person. Yeah. Uh, I feel like if you go back twenty years, like almost every TV show with teenagers had like a teenager with a teacher plot. Yeah. Whereas well, now yeah. We're, we're a bit more conscientious of it. Y- and when it does happen, years... they backtrack immediately. Hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah years, I, I immediately went to, to the 80s, even though it's 30 years. We say this all the time. Yeah, no, I no. know. But I'm thinking like uh, Dawson's Creek had like a teacher. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what plot. I was going to say. I was like, 20 years, closer than that, Dawson's Creek. And then I did the math. I was like, Dawson's Creek tw- was 20 years ago. In fact, it's over 20 years at this point. Dawson's Creek started yeah. in like 98. <sighs> Seven, so now we're actually twenty-one you know. years. Oh man! I know. Anyways, it yeah. is so. But yeah, so uh, there's a lot of little small stuff in here that I really like. But then at the end, it looks like they're they're teasing the Return of Power Girl, which I never would have guessed in ever. You know, I feel like this will be one that'll take a while because yeah. you know they're just stuck in there now. But eventually, yeah, that's gonna eventually happen. We'll, we'll get we'll get there. And uh, yeah, Slade and Adeline start having sex after they've been punching each other for a bit because that's how they roll. Nothing <laughs> like that foreplay called punching each other in the face, right? <laughs> like, Why not? Two. Why not? Yeah. Why not do that? These yeah. these two oh, makes sense. Uh, so no, so uh, we'll get more Deathstroke next week because it's week one next week. So we're you know right back into it. Oh yeah, cool. That's fun. So, uh, so we'll move on to our new book of the week, our new uh, new age of DC heroes, the uh, AKA Dark Matter, if you want to still call it that. Uh, we have the Silencer number one, uh, Dan Abnett writing with John Romita Jr. on art. Ugh. Uh, so, this is funny because I I was not excited for this mainly because Romita's art, Dan Abnett can be good, but he's not necessarily an exciting name in and of himself. You know, he's he's very hit or miss. And that this this is essentially an assassin character, the silencer, who used to be like an operative, but now is you know she's she's given it up. She's got a kid, she's got a husband, she's you know settled down for the, the typical suburban lifestyle. Uh, but her past is kind of catching up. Like you know, some guy shows up and she has to fight him off, and then Talia Al Ghul shows up for dinner, and we have the whole thing where she's pretending that oh it's, she's an old friend from work, but then as soon as the husband's out of the room, oh you need to go now, bitch. Like it's kind of that kind of vibe. Uh, and that's the plot. And by the end, of course, more assassins show up to try and deal with her, and she has to turn into action hero. Uh, I was getting some Kill Bill, Bill vibes from this, actually. The whole, like, hiding the, the violence from the kid, uh, but with superpowers. Sure. I've not seen it. Oh, God damn it, Connor. I'm never going to at this point, but... It isn't like Tarantino, Matt. You have to accept this. That he's just he's awful. Matt, what did you think of uh, The Silencer? Yeah, so I didn't finish it. What? I, got, <laughs> I got about a third of the way through and it's just like I can't I don't care the art is driving me nuts <laughs> and there's that action there's that action sequence where she's just explaining everything and I'm just like that's oh, a little much to take in so I do like her power so, yeah. I, do, I like her power's kind of cool I, I think like she creates kind of like this force field it's a, it's like, a s- silence know? bubble where there's no noise in the bubble yeah in the zone yeah, the zone. Yeah. So she's she's fighting in this bubble behind her, like her car, where her kids like in there just like drawing stuff. Mm-hmm. She stabs a guy in the neck with a, a handful of pencils, which I also thought was kind of. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I actually I was surprised with how I kind of like the 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 premise. I, I kind of loved it, honestly. Yeah. I thought this was this went above and beyond what I was expecting. Yeah, I, I, I like think, the plot. I don't like the art. I'm, 
for obvious reasons. No, but she's only got to get through a couple more issues of that. Yeah, sure. We're getting Bogdanovich just... after a few. Yeah. Oh, then I might pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, the question about the the power. Obviously, it makes things sound. Does it slow things down as well? Because she seems to, you know, okay, I've got this long to I do this stuff. I think it does. For like, her. Does it just kind it of like... pause time a little bit? I may, I may do. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, I actually really like it. I think she's. Uh, she's not the most unique character, don't get me wrong. It's okay, it's retired assassin, you know, home yeah, life. Okay, but... get back in the game. But she's yeah. interesting. Yeah, damage. This all feels very 90s. It does feel very 90s. Like... Uh, but the fact is, is, despite the fact that I was looking more forward to damage based on the art, I actually ended up liking this one more. I, I think yeah. this this really worked for me. Uh, and that's... I just wasn't expecting it to. This, this has uh, potential. So I'm surprised Matt didn't finish the first issue because I liked it more than that, certainly. Yeah. yeah. I just and got through got... and I was just like, eh. And then you got Tali Al Ghul showing up and being like, "Yeah, okay, we got we had this history, you know, really kind of connecting this to the world." Yeah, again, it's the it's the awkward uh, kind of like covering up like our past life in front of her husband and like, in front of what they're doing, uh, and then yeah, so that I like the setup. I mean, who knows what the where the plot's really going? Uh, maybe I don't know if it'll maybe tank afterwards, but I'm actually down to read issue two. I'll I, be I think she's a fascinating enough character in that. Okay, she's got a unique power set that I like. Mm. And while the actual okay, just okay, the the home life stuff is yeah, I've seen it done before, but it's not done badly here, so I'm not against that. It's, yeah, I kind of uh, liked it. Uh, I think yeah. you liked it a bit more than I did, but I, I still I was I'm fairly on board. And I, I, I think honestly, I like it a bit more just because of the surprise that I did like it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and I also, yeah. I'm a bit more hopeful because I know that I'm getting a better artist in a couple of issues. So I don't have to yeah. like put up yeah. with this for like, too long. I, I don't hate Ramita Junior as much as you guys do. Don't wrong. I don't think he's good. Don't wrong. But I, yeah. I can kind of I can manage. But yeah, Bogdanovich is going to be better. So. But yeah, but you're done for issue two, I assume. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm done for issue two. Uh, yeah, this this made me go even more. I'm probably not bothering with the next issue of damage because I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. I enjoyed this now, and I didn't enjoy that. Yeah, you know, the more time I've had I mean, since that, I'm gone. Yeah, do you the, know what? I don't the need two to read books more. I'm looking forward to the most, actually, the next two they're bringing out, which is Sideways and uh, Terrifics, obviously. No, really. I, I'm I, I'm really looking forward to uh, the Immortal Men. Uh, and the challengers. Preview, the preview of that's at the end of this, actually. Uh, the, Which the books I, this I haven't looked at. But... Yeah, I've not really looked at it either. Uh, again, it looks very nineties, though, just from sort of glancing at it as I'm going past. Mm -hmm. uh, all all these very nineties looking books happening, but I'm not against them in that in, no, in idea. No, 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 no. I just the story on this one. It felt like Wildcats Image era, where everybody was an assassin, everybody's on the run. There, you know, there's mechanical body parts for whatever reason, mm. like. It just yeah. hit that groove. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, th I thought it was really fun. Yeah. I had fun too. So uh, now I think we'll check out issue two then since two of us liked it. Uh, mm -hmm. And obviously we're Sideways is next. That's coming week two. And then Terrifics is not until week four this this, this coming month. But hey. Uh, but no, I, I liked it. I, I mean, I don't think there was a whole lot to talk about, but I liked the whole hiding the, the secret life in the family. Our power set's kind of fun. Uh, and I, I hope they get inventive with that. Yeah, it could be cool. Because my favourite part of the book was probably the fight behind the kid in the car. When it was like, you know, like all this stuff's going on. And at the end of it, she's like, oh, why is my son being so quiet? Oh, wait, that's because the power's still on. And she snaps her fingers to turn it off. Yeah, it, you know, the, the very first page is clearly slightly in the future. Yeah, yeah, there's like a little tease. A, yeah. a haircut and the kid's just behind her and playing with a, the Superman toy. Mm. 
Uh, she's just like, okay, this got much more open. Yeah, because she's got her fancy suit that she gets at the end, where it's like it's a little disc and it kind of like transforms into a suit for her. Yeah. Uh, but hey, no, I'm done there for more. So that's the silencer. But that was the last book. Yeah, only five this week. So the top five will be more of an ordering the five rather than picking the, the best five necessarily. But that, that's, that's still enough. Uh, but yeah, so we, we pick our best uh, books of the week and top fives, but we also do best art, best cover, and our best panel slash moment of the week. That is what we do at the end of the show to kind of like celebrate the best of the week. So, Connor. Uh, you can start off by giving us your best panel slash moment. Uh, ooh, that's that's tough actually because I'm torn between two. Hmm. Um, what well, one is just a, sequ- a sequential, you know, the the idea of what it is, and that really works. One's just okay. That's a great looking image. So, well, I'll, I'll jump in then uh, and do my because right. I've got mine picked. Uh, admittedly, it's low hanging fruit. I'll give it its low hanging fruit. But mm-hmm. the ending of the Flash Annual, that 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 build up in the reveal, it has to be that. Like that 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 wins it this week easy for me. Okay, let's so, go. Let's go. So yeah, Zoom, baby, he's back. Uh-huh. All right, Connor, you got you got you picked your one yet? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the one from from Metal. This is where the cannons going off and the page is mm. split down the middle. Yeah. I think it's just a fantastic piece of sequential art. Do you know what? I'll, I'll give this week credit for only having five books. I think Metal, Detective, and Flash all have moments that I could have picked. They all have. Yeah, good... I, yeah. Uh, the the image I was going to say was one that was just you know Clayface is a big monster. Yeah. Just it just looks gorgeous. Yeah. That's great. Uh, Metal has a bunch of good, good Wonder Woman moments that I might have picked. But no, mm. end of the Flash annual is what I'm doing with uh, Matt. Yeah, mine's awesome with Flash Annual, but it's that uh, double page of Wally in his different suits mm. as he's running into Keystone. Okay, like, yeah, that's really great. So yeah. classic. We never mentioned that, but yeah, it's, it's as he's running into Keystone, yeah. it's like you see like uh, through the page, he has his different suits, and then he ends in the mm. new one. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty yeah. cool. Uh, all right, best cover of the week, uh, Matt. Detective Comics. It looks like an old school monster poster. Like, it even has the fake creases, you know, on mm. there. Yeah, the faded color. Yeah, the faded color and the yellow and the purple, or is, you know, or is it blue? I can't quite tell, but it it goes really well, sticks out. No, that's fair. I think I have to go with Flash Annual. It's it's, it's Wally mm. holding his two other suits, it being his original yep. Kid Flash suit, and he's, like, properly Flash, Flash. suit. And he's looking at them. It's just a really nice image. It just it sets up what's you know the dilemma in his head. It's just it's there on the page. Yeah. It's a nice cover, <laughs> nice image. It's so. it's funny. I actually like all the covers this week. It helps yeah. except, except maybe the silencer, but because uh, it's Romita Junior. But uh, it helps when there's only five books. It's easier to be consistent with those yeah, five. It is. Uh, but I'm gonna go with Deathstroke. I really like the the black and white, the the symmetry yeah. and the mirroring. I think it looks fantastic as just a, as an image. All right. Uh, best art of the week. Um, I'll jump in first with this one. Uh, I think I still have to go with uh, Metal with Capullo, even though I do really like the Flash art, but uh, and and the Detective Comics art. But it's just it's the obvious pick, and there's a lot of big moments in this one. A lot of big, like you say, that that, that page with the, the, the cannon firing, uh, Wonder Woman with the mace, and all that stuff. Uh, obviously, Martian Manhunter, especially when Martian Manhunter is the beast. He's, he's sort of like a beast at one point yeah. in his fight, and yeah, then he transforms yeah. back in. And there's a there's a panel where he's mid transformation, and it just looks really cool. Yeah. So, uh, no, yeah. metal overall, Capullo takes it. Matt, yeah, yeah. Also, for all the same reasons you said, it's metal, Capullo. Yep, 
Cool. I'm, I'm jumping on that train. All right. Capilla uh, all the way. Choo-choo. All right. Well, Connor's going first uh, with the top five, or the ordered five books of the week. <laughs> yeah. It's actually kind of tough because I, I, I found them quite consistent. Um, I think I'm going to put Metal first, then Deathstroke, then Flash, Detective, Silencer. All right, Matt. So my mine's the Flash Annual, then Metal, then Tech, then Deathstroke, and then the third of the Silencer I read. <laughs> True, yes. Uh, my number one is the Flash Annual, so Connor picked the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> uh, I liked it a lot, don't get me wrong, it's very good, but Metal did yeah, a lot yeah. more for me. Now, Flash Annual, then Metal, then Detective then Deathstroke, and then Silencer in last place. But I still like Silencer. So. This might be the first time me and Pete actually lined up. Yeah. All the way. Was that all the way? I don't even realise. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's it was cool. all the way. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. That's, that's fun. Uh, that wraps up uh, our favourites of the week, uh, which leads me to tell you what's coming next week uh, in the week one of, of, of February. Uh, what do we have? We have Batman number 40, Superman number 40, Justice League number 38, Green Lantern's 40, Green Arrow number 37, Nightwing 38, Deathstroke 28, we have Batman White Knight number 5, we have the delayed Young Monsters in Love number 1, which was meant to be this week, but due to a printing error, is next week, uh, which is, is annoying to get an like a, a 80 page book, or whatever it is, uh, <laughs> next week, but it also looks really good, so uh, I feel like we'll probably all be making the effort to at least try it, if not finish it. I'll thumb through it. Was yeah. that... That delayed? That no. was the Swamp Thing Winter Special, wasn't it? That was delayed. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Swamp Thing Winter Special. Yeah. I, I'm confusing yeah. the two. So, Young Monster right. of Love is next week. That is next week. Right. We also have the Swamp Thing Winter Special, which was delayed. So we've got the two long books to do next yeah. week. I, I I don't understand. They should have pushed Young Monsters an extra week because then they next could have week. had it come out. On Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah, exactly. I don't know why they didn't. It just seems it's, stupid. It's, it's really but... silly. Yeah. So we have that. Yeah, that, that's... Do you know what it is? It's because Swamp Thing's on the cover, right? Of Young Monsters in Love. He yeah. Is. yeah, yeah. That's why I'm confusing them because he's on both covers. I know I'm not being crazy, uh, but uh, so yeah, we got both of those. Uh, so that's the thing. That, that oh, really bulks out next week. Two big eighty pages. It, it does. Uh, are yeah. they both eighty? Uh, uh, I, th- I thought so. No, but maybe no, I'm Monsters in Love is is larger. Larger. It's two dollars more. Yeah. You're right. No, that's that's ten dollars. Then something yeah. is eight. So I'm I'm just gonna put it out there. I probably won't be getting to Young Monsters in Love. Uh, so. I mean. I, I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I'm inclined. I'm I'm down for saving it for the following week where things are a bit lighter, and then we can do it as the actual Valentine's. Uh, for Young Monsters in Law, yeah, sure. we could do that. Yeah. yeah. Sure, I'm not here for that. So you guys do what you want. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Matt's off that week. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Matt. Yeah, but yeah, maybe we okay. could do that. Yeah, we could save Young Monsters in Love for the following week to spread them out. That's not a bad idea because I, I don't think it's like super topical where people are going to be desperate for. Unless I hear like, oh no, this is phenomenal. You know, people, yeah. everyone's talking about it. Yeah, yeah. no, that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll do a swap thing. We're special next week, and then we'll do almost as in love uh, on week two. So it's actually, I mean, admittedly, it'll be after Valentine's Day when the episode goes up. But yeah, it'll be that week. Yeah. And I think week two is typically a bit lighter than this. It is now. It never used to be, but it, it is. It now. is now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, next week, but we won't be covering it. Is Black Light and Cold Dead Hands number four, Dead Man number four. Harley Quinn 37, and although that keeps getting delayed here or there, so I could be I, wrong I, on that. I think, th- yeah, 36 only came out this week. But yeah, that's, 37, that's, that's still, 37 is still due next week. Oh, really? Well, yeah. it tells you how often that's been pushed back, because I feel like almost every time I say Harley Quinn, you'd correct me and say, no, it's moved. Yeah. 
I, I, you feel like it should have been because there was one this week, but yeah. no, it's still there next week. Uh, and then Suicide Squad number 35 I also have written down for next week. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, comics back to normal next week, uh, regular week. Uh, number 40s are starting to hit, so we're getting quite up there on the numbers with some of the, the regular books. For the record, I don't think that Suicide Squad's happening next week. Oh, really? So that's getting pushed as well. Yeah. yeah. Way to go. Way to go, DC. The DC's starting to stand for delayed comics. Uh, yeah. They're, they're getting that crack because they've delayed my, my doomsday clock. That's what that's what again. Uh, but uh, so that's what's coming next week. You can look forward to that. Uh, by all means, let us know what you thought of this week's books in the comments or on the twitters. You can get us on Twitter at DC Comics Podcast, or you can get our individual twitters. Connor, where can they find you? Oh, it's been a while since you've thrown this on me. I'm uh, at Connor ninety four. You really had to think about that. Is that, that... I, I did. I, I, I I'm out of the habit. Matt, where can they find you? You can find me at Matt of Steel fifty seven. You can find me at Wibble89, uh, and of course you can go over to patreon.com slash TV if you want to uh, support the channel, support the show, uh, and get access to the monthly bonus episode that me and Connor do. And of course, uh, because we stopped doing trades on the fifth week, because the fifth week starts... I mean, the fact that we're hitting like two hours for this fifth week shows yeah. that we're... You know, week fives are just as bulky as anything else now. But... Um, we actually have a vote up on for the patrons this month, so the patrons get to decide what we're reading uh, for the monthly of February. Uh, so the vote's up for about two weeks. It ends on the, I think it's the 16th, which is the day before the uh, the third episode or the second episode uh, for the month of February. Not counting this one. Counting this one is the, the last of January, because this is January books. Uh, but the vote uh, for the patrons to vote on, uh, the options are Teen Titans by Johns, Volume 1, Hawkman by Johns, Volume 1, uh, Flash by Mark Wade Volume One and Green Lantern Kyle Rayner Volume One. So we got a bunch of Volume Ones uh, up for up for vote. Wow, I read two out of four of those. You guys are in for a good, you know. Yeah, it depends. I, I, the, the, the Teen Titans Volume Two is actually out next week as well. So yeah, timely. <laughs> timely. Well, yeah, but that, that's the big thick. Change. It is it's yes. like twelve issues. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what we're talking about. All all the votings are all like twelve issues or so. Uh, oh, good. Have fun. No, no, we we typically go about that that long for those those monthly episodes. Yeah. They, they, they yeah, we kind me. of break them up, but sometimes we'll do a shorter one, do like an Earth yeah. one. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, twelve is twelve is pretty normal. I, I think that's where we. If it got to the point where our books like, yeah, because basically after that we're at omnibus size. If we start going higher than yeah. that, so yeah, uh, twelve twelve to fourteen is kind of the, the the limit typically for what we do. Uh, but um, but no, uh, so so that's up for voting for the patrons if they want to go check that out uh, and uh, put their vote in for what we're going to read in the monthly this month, which is also exclusive to the patrons as well. So, uh, but hey, uh, so that's uh, the plugging more or less out of the way. Also, remember that me and Connor do television from the multiverse, which is usually about a day or two later after this one every week, and we talk about the DC TV shows uh, throughout the week. Uh, so you can check out that, uh, and I think that's all the plugging uh, out of the way. So, yeah. Uh, Matt. Yeah. I'm going to shake things up here. What annoying thing are you going to yell after I end the show? Oh, I already told you. It's it's, a, it's my new thing going forward. We discussed this last week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'll, I'll save it. Oh, I'm excited. Connor's not heard it. Yeah, I won't. I yeah. won't make you spoil it then. Yeah, Connor's not heard yeah. it. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, so that that has been episode eighty nine of Comics from the Multiverse. Sure. Uh, we are building up to episode 100, which is the week of Action Comics 1000. Probably be special. Yeah. And uh, yeah. away. Yeah, we got plans. So, 
Thank you very much once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. We love you loads. Keep reading DC Comics. And always remember to never get lost in the Speed Force. Nathaniel Dusk is my hero.